Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is I, and I am him, the one and only Steel Rain. Let me actually adjust some things on the fly right here, real quick, right in front of you guys, because uh, I don't mind doing that. Things happen, right? Um, but anyway, as I continue this intro and get things situated, um, I want to thank everyone for coming out to support your guys, man. Uh, me and Pong, um, we've been working on this in the background for a bit, just trying to get stuff situated to bring you guys content um, that I feel like you guys are gonna love. The energy is high, the appreciation is definitely high, um, and again, man, uh, we're just looking for uh, you guys be be to be supportive, um, and we're looking to give you that uh, that fire that only we can provide you. But anyway, as I get things set up, I'm gonna pass it on to my brother from another. Pong Soul, what's going on, my guy? Oh, you're muted, Pong. You're muted. There you go. <laughs> oh, what would a morning be without technical difficulties? What would go. the morning be? First episode, we got to have something crazy happen, right? So exactly, anyways, exactly. let me start over. Good morning. Saturday morning, Steel. Here we are, yes, right? Sir. This is crazy. Living split screen, man. <clears throat> We are live with our first episode. All these great people already showing up in chat. Uh, this is something that you and I have been talking about, Steel, for quite a while. And, man, it is crazy to be here. Uh, as the meme goes, look at us, Steel. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Not That's a me, fact. right? That's a fact. So, exactly. But, but here we are. And uh, I'm extremely hyped, if you can't tell. Uh, already you know, appreciate everybody coming out. Good morning to everybody in the U.S., to all of our European brothers and sisters. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you for stopping by. We are going to have a great show. Uh, we are here to talk about all things across the gaming industry. Right, we are so, here to celebrate but, the gaming industry. But here industry. we are. And Both you uh, and I love to talk. We facts. want to chat with the chat. And we're about to get down to business. And obviously, let's do it, Steel. Hell yeah. Well, again... Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to say I apologize again 
for the technical difficulties. Everything was running fine, man. We had just ran through this the other day, and everything was running smooth. Um, and then I was trying to go live, and it wouldn't go live. And uh, But anyway, either way, we made it through the technical difficulties. We're here now. Everything is looking crispy. Hopefully, y'all are feeling the layout, man. Um, and other than that, look, man, we're here. It's an exciting time. We're here to get you, get you started with your morning. Cup to coffee in hand. I got the Hakuna Matata Lion King ready to go. And with that being said, look, we kind of want to start with some icebreakers, man, just to get the people going. For those who may not know, Pong, Soul, look, you're my brother from another, man. And we've been doing this in the background for a little bit, going back and forth. I know for me and you, um, at least from my experience, um, we started off and kind of speaking back and forth in chat. We had a good vibe, um, just kind of naturally, it seemed like. And then the next thing you know... Um, we're in the DMs talking. So, um, again, if you'd like to tell, to tell the people a little bit about yourself, why, and maybe uh, tell a little bit about why you felt like me and you doing this would be a, a good thing to do. Absolutely, Steele. I mean, again, so my let, let's start. Uh, brief history. We're not going to bore uh, the masses out there, but uh, oh. brief history. Uh, I'm an older guy, uh, so I'm turning 46 this year. I have been gaming uh, since I can, it, as long as I can remember, some of my earliest memories, and I've told this story elsewhere, That's but some of my earliest cool. memories I mean, again, are of gaming. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I used to play start. Pong. Funny enough, right? Pong uh, right. with my gr my grandpa and my dad mm -hmm. um, back on a little 12-inch black and white TV uh, right. back in the day. And, um, you know, that goes back to when I was probably about three or four. So mm -hmm. we're talking about late 70s, right? Okay. So that's what started my love. And every uh, single point of my life, video games have been a part of them. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been any parts that I've gone without. So through the good times... Through the bad times, it does right. not matter. Video gaming has been there, right? And so for me, that's where it all started, and it's just continued. Um, and that, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, I, I've been a lone wolf for a lot of my gaming life, right? I've always had friends who gamed, but, you know, and early on, of course, you know, grade school, mm -hmm. high school, you got Facts. those buddies, and that's what you do. You game, Facts. right? 100%. If you're not outside playing, you're gaming. Facts. So that's what we did. But then as I got older, man... People outgrew it, and it never was the cool thing back in the day. I went through all the tough parts when gaming was nerds and gaming was, you know, looked down upon and, and all that stuff. But as I got older, you know, everybody kind of fell out of love with gaming, and I had friends who still gamed. Obviously, Call of Duty drew in a lot mm -hmm. of people, the Maddens, all that kind of stuff. But right. I never had people that around me that were passionate, right, and that loved gaming the way that I did, you know, reading stories mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You know, and so, you know, then I jumped into this community, right? And this community, like I said, has been absolutely amazing uh, to find so many people who love this industry the way that I love it uh, and grew up with it with those same types of feelings. Or you know, even some people who just discovered it recently but are passionate about that. And so that's where it led me to here. And then, you know, through that, obviously, Steele, uh, you know, I met, um, you know, met this great group of people that right. I've become very close to. And one of them is you, uh, brother from another. And, you know, from just our conversations and talking online and being being with you, whether it be online gaming, whether it be offline, 
just chatting. It didn't matter. Uh, the passion that you bring, the energy that you bring, how you tell things, like you like to say, live, raw, and uncut, um, that just was something that I could appreciate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had this easygoing nature between the two of us. And, man, you know, I started thinking about this idea. Um, you know, crazy enough, I never thought I'd be podcasting, right? So twenty, you know, just last year when I jumped in this community in August, man, I was like, ah, I'm just going to watch some YouTube channels, Facts. you know. And I, and I had started early in 2020, and I was just, you know, looking for new content. The new consoles mm-hmm. getting ready to come out, and I just wanted to hear about them. And all of a sudden, I found all these people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I never thought I'd be here. But then jump to 2021, you know, end of 2020, I hit up uh, Retro Renegades, hit me up and asked me to come on. Uh, always props out to the good boys, uh, Jay, uh, Graphic nice. God and, and Retro Renegades for giving me my first shot and let me come on their show. And I had such a blast and I still didn't think I was going to do anything. But then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it started. I got, right. you know, I got an invite. You know, I went on, I went on Flamish's show, the right. Flamish Experience and, and did that, you know, and stuff like that. So here we are, 2021, and I'm I'm doing all these podcasts, and and I'm just loving it. And then I just started thinking, like you know what, Steele and I, we've got this some sort of chemistry between us. Whenever you know, wherever we are, we right. just we just kind of hit it off. And I'm like, I'd love to do my own show, mm-hmm. you know. But who do I want with me? Who, who do I want with me? Who do I want to be a co-host with? Not not me, the host, and not just you know have people come in. Right. I want somebody permanent that's going to be on my side, half and half. Exactly. I thought of you right away, brother. I thought I, of you right away. I, and here man, we are. I appreciate it. And I and I can <laughs> yeah, do nothing but so. I can do nothing but show you show you love and appreciation for that man. Um, because I again for me. Um, it was it was kind of out of the blue, man. Um, because I I mean I had that mutual respect for you just because we've been back and forth in the chat. Um, we were always showing so much love. Um, and it just it kind of became one of those things as we had conversation. It was just like I mean even I was trying to throw throw the feelers out there like hey man maybe we should get together and, and have conversation. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, I you know. know um, and but eventually yeah it, like you said it, it it came to um you know you hit me up in the DM and I I wasn't expecting it and it's kind of like something that I've always wanted to show explain and show to other people um because there's always there's this stigma that um you can't make friends through gaming you can't make friends through online um exactly. or whatever the case might be and i i have to disagree with it man um there's so much potential so much life and so much um if people love what you do if people love that energy that you bring um there's going to be people like yourself who are going to acknowledge it and say hey man um like you said you were thinking about starting your own thing and um the fact that you even thought of me man i i can do nothing but sing your praises for that man because look at where we are now i mean through technical difficulties and all you know (laughs) and through all the conversations we've had man it's it's been it's been fantastic and and if, if anything bro i want you to know um from the bottom of my heart, man, I, it's I greatly appreciate you and everything that you have brought. Um, Brother, appreciate no, your energy, no. appreciate the time, appreciate the effort. Um, and again, I just appreciate you just rocking with me, man. You know, again, Absolutely. it's about it's about being organic for me. It's another reason right. um, why I wanted to jump in the community um, was the organic uh, side of it, the natural energy of it that's what i'm attracted to personally um and i'll dive that we'll have a topic that, that'll lead into that well as far <laughs> as it goes into the idea at xbox but um <laughs> but yeah man so um but yeah so i, I again i am thankful to have you here bro and uh again a great great back backstory absolutely thank you sir and hey 
tell everybody about your backstory, Steel. I mean, again, you know, let, let's not bore the people, but I know you got a backstory too. Uh, I yeah. know you got stories galore. We've talked about them, right? Yes, for sure. You're young. You're younger than me. You come from a different generation. Yes. yes. Um, you know, so that that that's another cool dynamic between the two of us. Exactly. Is that 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 idea that older guys and younger guys, and we got this big giant gap with gaming. That just is the case, right? Right. So, so give them a little, give them a little uh, background on you. Okay, so uh, be- before I jump into that, I saw Rick Payne ask us what we have for breakfast this morning. Oh um, shit! I, want, oh, okay. I wanted, I wanted to, right. get, I wanted to get with that because I'm paying attention, Rick. I'm, li- I'm listening, man. Um, <laughs> look, for me personally, I only had a pop tart this morning. It's been a little bit, it's been a little crazy. Brown sugar pop tart. It was great. Uh, I, it's my favorite pop tart, man. You can't go wrong with a brown sugar pop tart. That's me personally. How about you, Paul? Have you had breakfast this morning? I- Nope, I fast in the morning, so I, I'm a faster, so therefore nothing for me yet other than my pre-workout, as you guys can tell. That's my coffee in the morning. Okay, So yeah, I, I, I just, you know, I've done it, I've got the energy, and I'm ready to go. But yeah, no facts. no food for me, Rick, yet. Not yet. I'll eat for lunch. Facts, facts. But all right, so um, just to kind of jump into my general history, again, we don't, I don't want to bore y'all, um, and we can make this a deep dive if y'all want to throw questions out there, whatever the case <laughs> might be. Um, look. Uh, like Pong was saying, man, um, I'm a couple, let's say I'm a couple decades behind Pong, man. So my initial jump into gaming um, was through Sega Genesis right around that time. Uh, I can't I can't ever remember the handheld with the, the handheld Sega that they had back in the day. Uh, it's not the Mega Drive because I believe that was what the Genesis was called. Right. Um, yep. Either way, I can't think of the name of it at this moment. But there was a handheld device that my father let me play. Oh, you're talking about the the Game Gear? Game Gear. There you go. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, of course. Every time I thought about Game Gear, I was thinking about GameCube. But I was like, that's not what it was. How Um, could you forget? You had to to buy like 20 batteries just to play for like an hour. That is is very true. (laughs) That is very true. I found that ve- oh, I found that out very early. Um, I yeah. didn't care because I wasn't the one buying the batteries at that point. Right, I was right, right. I was of super course, young. Of course. But um, <laughs> I was playing. I, I grew up playing Sonic, for example, on Game Gear. I was playing. I played a lot of Sonic on that, um, and that just kind of opened my eyes to what gaming could be. And from there, it just kind of took over. Um, it went to Sonic Gen. Uh, it went to the Genesis. Um, it went to uh, well, Super Nintendo Genesis, uh, Nintendo yep. 64, uh, GameCube, PlayStation 1, 2. I've had or I've been around every single system. Um, for me, gaming, you know, I know a lot of people use um, gaming as an outlet and, and every, everything else. And that's kind of how it is for me, except um, gaming has been more of a passion for me. Um, it was something that eventually i want to say around i want to say around the first xbox um when the first x og xbox came out um you got that experience with halo that took it to to the next level for me um i had already become kind of a competitive kind of player um before uh just through sonic playing playing with your brothers or just playing with people in the neighborhood playing super smash brothers and nintendo 64 i was very competitive with my friends um you know, we'd get up early in the morning, nine o'clock, because you know, back at that day, for me, um, I st- I feel like, and this is another point, um, just to give people some some kind of perspective, uh, I feel like I'm the last generation that, that had the ability to really go outside and not have worries. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, where it was like, hey, um, you need to be outside by nine o'clock and be home by the streetlights come out. You know what I mean? Um, yep. 
So it's like I spent that time, you know, getting together with the friends, playing at the playgrounds, going into their houses, disturbing their parents, you know, uh, playing the game or whatnot, and just being rambunctious. And I, that's really started the competitive scene for, for me uh, personally, along with the fighting games. I mean, again, who doesn't love Tekken um, in the arcade or on the PlayStation? Who doesn't <laughs> love Street Fighter? Who doesn't love uh, Blast Blue? Who doesn't love Guilty Gear? Like, there's just so many opportunities that were out there. Did you just that, say Lost Blue? Blas blue, blue. Bla oh blah blue. blue. All right, yeah. I was gonna be like, what? But man, no. that, that you bringing me back some memories now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I I, kind of, I come from that I come from that kind of era. So you go I jump in the you get that OG Xbox. I remember my father bringing home that OG Xbox. Uh, Dreamcast Dreamcast two. I, I can see where you're going with that. But people always say I've been hearing a lot of people say over this last uh, couple years that. Dreamcast, um, the Xbox is technically the Dreamcast too, um, which I can definitely, which I can definitely support because Dreamcast again. Uh, I know me and you have talked about it behind the scenes. Oh yeah, Dreamcast was ahead of its time, man. Um, oh yeah, a lot of the things that they were doing that uh, with that system was just it, it was spectacular, and like even now, it's it's. I have slight memories of it because I didn't have the system for long. It was kind of like Dreamcast, and then. Not too long after that it was Xbox, you know what I mean? Or it was yeah. like GameCube that I, that I think I moved on right after the Dreamcast. So, um, but yeah, um, just to I, again, I'm I'm trying to speed kind of speed through the speed through the <laughs> nah, history. No nah, man, that's um, cool. Oh, really? But yeah, but so from there it goes into Xbox, um, and then getting competitive with Halo. Um, to this day, I consider myself a multiplayer first gamer. Um, that's just me personally. Like you, I'm, I'm a lone, I'm a lone wolf style of player. Um, I'm the guy that you put on your team. And you say, as long as y'all doing y'all job, you don't have to worry about me. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, I, right, right, as right. if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, we'll we'll win. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's kind of how I came up. And then from Halo, um, I'm pretty sure everybody has a familiar Halo Halo stories. The land parties. Um, the now uh, it's crazy amount of time that I spent with my dad at these land parties, hooking up multiple Xboxes, hooking up multiple TVs, and just us staying up all night on custom matches, just getting to it, man. And um, then taking it to the next level and doing game battles and uh, potentially doing MLG and just taking it every step further, as especially as you progress through Halo 2 and Halo 3 and then Gears right, came right. out, took it to a yep. whole completely different level for me. Um so yeah, man. I mean, essentially, that's me. I'm your, I'm the lone wolf, competitive multiplayer gamer, um, who, a lot of the times, even to this day, um, that was a contradiction right there. By the way, it, it is, it is. <laughs> it is, it is. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people tend to say that I'm a, I'm a lone wolf. Multi not nowadays. It's not, it's not as bad. But uh, for those who play Gears, man, y'all know what I mean by that. But um, but yeah, I mean, nowadays I consider myself more of a. Um, I'm a multiplayer first gamer. Uh, games that have multiplayer in them, it doesn't have to be an end all to be all for me. Um, I do right. love, a, I do enjoy a solid story, uh, an amazing story. Um, but a lot of the times, because um, when I was coming up, man, I, I couldn't buy every game. I, you know, the parent, my parents couldn't buy every game. Oh. Um, so it kind of built in this. Um, understanding for me that I had to be picky about my games and what I was going to play and spend my time in. Um, so I guess I, I'm kind of, I could be kind of jaded on that. I do want to acknowledge that. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like I, I am extremely open um, to to all kinds of games, but I do know what I like. So, um, but other than that, man, that's just a quick breakdown of me. Again, um, if y'all like that, we can definitely always get into a deeper dive. Um, 
in a, in a in our in our next show, whatever the case might be, or even if y'all want us to put together some, hey man, let's really dive into your to your backstories. We can definitely do that, man. But I don't want to sit here and, and bore you guys to death if <laughs> uh, if you guys are interested in it. But yeah, man, essentially, that's me in a nutshell, man. Um, other than that, again, like I was telling y'all before, me and Palm met we we, we met kind of naturally, man. Um, through the throughout the community, I've only been in the community going on seven months, man. Um, and the fact that we've been able to find so many great people, I'm not just talking about, oh, I'm, I'm pretending like I'm not saying I'm because one thing that I want y'all to understand about me personally, um, and I can, I'm sure I can speak for Pong also, um, is that we're extremely authentic. Um, we're going to tell you how it is. We're going to get, and we're going to give you, um, our overall opinion and, Again, I feel like that's that's what opens up conversation. How can we have conversation if we're going to judge everything that comes out of each other's mouth? Um, you know what I mean? Let's have open conversation. Um, let's really talk about gaming. Um, again, this is supposed to be something that's fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. Um, it's kind of what I wanted to do with uh, our point with this show was to kind of, yes, I mean, it's for the community, represents the community and whatnot. But at the same time, um, I don't want it to be heavily negative on the negative side of the community we want this to be uh, the positives that's kind of why we didn't uh, necessarily say oh well, let's just make it an xbox show or let's just make it a nintendo right. show or you know we didn't pick a specific kind of show or what we should do um we wanted to keep it open so we could talk about everything because that's what it's about gaming as a whole not this console war stuff that everybody likes to get into i mean because even outside of the community it's a thing um it's about bringing people together and uh helping people realize man there's there's other people that may be interested in it and having a platform that they can pay attention to is what the point is so yeah no absolutely still and you know it, it's funny you hit on so many great points in there but first of mm -hmm. all can i say something go ahead how lucky is the generation coming up right now actually the past couple generations can you imagine being a kid and having something like game pass out there and yes, having exactly access I, I was just laughing to myself because when you were talking about you know your you know, your family didn't buy every game right mm -hmm. well that's that's the way it was for most of us i mean i had a couple well-off friends who got everything they wanted but for most of us and if you got a game for you know major holidays and your birthday you were lucky Right. So exactly. we're talking about like four or five games a year. Now exactly. you go to Game Pass and you pull up and you got nearly 400 games sitting there waiting for you. Or you go to PS Now and you got over 100 games or you're just getting free games each month just because you subscribe. Man, the generations now have no idea what it was like. And it's, then, man. Exactly. And, and, and to kind of build off of that, man, just to give you my own perspective, a lot of the times uh, there's a lot of single player games that I chose to purposely miss out on. And even today, again, that's why I kind of say that I'm, I, I may be jaded in a way because I literally feel like if the game doesn't have a multiplayer connected to it i'm not really that in, in interested in playing it and that's just me personally you know what i mean and it's not no slight but what game pass has done for me is say okay um for me personally okay well instead of paying 60 dollars for a game uh this, this game that's in game pass that you might have skipped out on like i know people's like oh there's a bunch of old games in there but you have to realize that there's games in there that people for example, like myself, who have been heavy multiplayer gamers or whatever the case might be, yep. and spent almost two decades of their life playing multiplayer games, um, 
and then having this wide variety and a library of single player games that I don't have to necessarily pay for. I pay my subscription or whatever the case might be, and then I just have endless access. Um, And it gets me to go back and try games um, or in, in the play games that I probably wouldn't have played you know before because right, i felt right, right. like you know i had to i wasn't getting my full benefit out of it you know what i mean yeah. um i feel like that goes on as an understatement um i don't feel like game pass isn't talked about enough um people like to like to genuinely downplay it um i mean and, and it could be for both sides um for those who are into ps plus ps now i'm not we're definitely not saying that that's a bad service if you're into it or whatever oh, the case no. might be um and that's what it's about. They got solid, they got solid titles in there, um, but each side has their own variety of solid titles. Um, for me, though, um, Xbox has just kind of opened it up um, yeah. to the point to where I feel like they're putting some pressure, putting some pressure on the gaming scene. Man, they're saying, "Hey, um, like Everborn said, I'm going to say a couple months back, and it's just something that has stuck with me." Um, Shout out to Everborn, by the facts, way. Facts. Everborn Saga. Go check out his work. Facts. Talented Tales of Arcadia is on the oh, way. Man. I'm telling yes. you, great stuff. Yeah. Um, and something that something that Everborn said, we have to. It's come to a point where our games need to be treated like art, like masterpieces. The fact that a company like Microsoft is saying, "Hey, we want you to be able to carry your games forward," is showing people like myself, people gamers like myself, that appreciate the gaming scene in total. Because I can always have an opinion, but I'm always going to appreciate gaming overall. Um, right. That's my biggest thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it's art. These people yeah. spend years of their lives dedicated to this craft and to put out a game um, for us, whether we downplay it or whatever the case might be, for them to even do it um, and put it out there for the world to see, whether regardless of how you feel about it, um, yeah. it's, it's living art. Um, and the fact that they're saying, oh, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, giving you the frame boost, giving you the resolution boost, giving you the HDR, giving you the better quality, taking these old games and basically not necessarily giving them a makeover per se, because it's not a makeover. They're just um, allowing these games to have better performance or tricking the games to, to thinking that they got more performance than what they had um, and giving them new life. Again, like a, a Mass Effect is a perfect example. They're re, they're they're putting out the trilogy in its own in one in one pack. Man, that's that's a that was a series that I missed out on because I was playing other games. Like I just didn't have an interest in it at that time. And now that it's being re-released, it's being re-released, updated. People uh, that always complained about Mass Effect One, all the issues because I've always heard about those things. Um, you know, and, and for me, for people like me, it's, it can be a turnoff when you hear these things over and over. It's like, oh, it kind of makes it hard to jump in the series because also I'm the kind of guy that likes to start from the first game and then work work, work their way through. Um, so for them to re-release this, man, it's like giving life to your art again. Um, and I feel like that can't be understated, you know what I mean? No, absolutely, Steel. And I think a lot of what you just spoke about, it, it it's, it's very interesting. Um, and... and Hey, just for the chat out there, you guys are amazing out there. Just to lay out some expectations, did you kind of try to, as you're already witnessing what Steele and I had as an idea for this show, you're going to see we're going to have this free-flowing 
Mm-hmm. Uh, where we, we, we can deep dive into stuff out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're not planning on having this big-time structured kind of program. So, Because Steele and I, this, this is us, right? We'll, we'll talk about crazy stuff, and we'll, we'll go off in random directions. So, Thanks. you know, we want to give you kind of an idea. And also, what was great, Steele, about what you were talking about was mm-hmm. the, the diversity between the, the reasons why people game or the, 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 the actual likes that people find in each system in each place right. and that's another thing that when we talked about this right because because everybody's going to know me from mainly xbox centric mm-hmm. podcasts right I, again this generation i chose xbox first mm-hmm. I, I didn't give it as part of my background but i've been through the wars uh i bought the atari jaguars right, right. <laughs> so I, i've been there the sega saturns even though it's one of my favorite consoles of all time i i i spent a lot of money on sega saturn and got burned in the end so mm-hmm. my history Brings me to this History. point where I learned uh, that I have to, uh, so that the, the, these companies here. have to sell um, me, right? They they have to tell me why I need to buy their product. I don't, I no um, longer go out and blindly and just buy things, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So I, this generation, I, 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 I chose Xbox Saturday because of Game Pass, right? For the main for the main main reason why, because I'm a budget gamer. I have a budget. I don't have unlimited resources, so. Game Pass works for me. But again, the diversity that we talked about uh, in this gaming industry and between the two of us, uh, when it comes to how we feel about gaming, I celebrate all gaming. I'm not out here, even though you see me on Xbox-centric podcast, I'm not going to bash just to bash. I will criticize anybody, including Xbox. It doesn't matter to me if they're doing something wrong or if I, I don't agree. Right. But what we're here to do on Living Split Screen we're here to talk about and celebrate for the most part. Yeah, we'll criticize when necessary, but we want to celebrate the gaming industry as a whole because they are amazing. This is, you'll hear me, you guys, you'll hear me on other shows. You'll hear me here say it nonstop. This is something that Mav, a.k.a. Fun Speculation, and I talked about a long time ago when we first started talking. This is the golden age of gaming. I truly believe that. Now, we can have an argument about whether it's there yet or not. I truly believe we're coming into it just because there is more money, more people, more companies, more devs, more everything getting into this industry at this point in history than any other time before. And so I think we're coming into a a generation uh, where we are going to see so many incredible things come out of it. And I'm talking about across the board. I'm talking about mobile. I'm talking about PC. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about Nintendo. I'm talking about Sony. I'm talking about Xbox. And whoever else decides to jump in, I don't doubt that Amazon may get some studios together for Luna, which they just created a new studio, and they might come out with some crazy stuff too. And I'm not going to down it just because it's not something I may not play. You know, again... That's not what we're here about. We're here about the celebrate generation, but that diversity that we find in gaming right now mm-hmm. is unprecedented. And there's there's a reason to be here. Like you said, uh, Steel, when you uh, were growing up, multiplayer was everything. You were part of that generation. Yes. I grew up prior to the internet. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds crazy to say. And kids nowadays, they don't understand. I grew right. up with a rotary phone, right? I didn't grow up with even a cordless phone. We didn't get a cordless phone until I was a little bit older in life, right? So, and and people think that's insane. It's like thinking about what your grandparents saw, right? It is. It's crazy. But I grew up, so we were lone wolves unless we were playing couch co-op, right? Unless we were playing split screen, 
funny and no, exactly so, exactly you know right That's that was our multiplayer so you know for me i've got both sides of it i grew mm -hmm. up as a single lone wolf you know couch co-op kind of kid mm -hmm. um and then grew into the internet so multiplayer for me is fantastic but it's not it, you know it's not everything and right. so when i see game pass i have a buffet mm -hmm. because You've got your single players, you've got your multiplayer, yes. you've got everything in between, and that's what's great. Like you said, because you you being a multiplayer guy, you get to go back and try some of the single player stuff, and, exactly. and you don't feel, because, like you said, for you, without the multiplayer experience, sometimes games are a little bit lacking for your mm -hmm. money. Like that, That's something that you expect nowadays. Right. And you can go into Game Pass, and yes, it's not technically free. However, mindset... Exactly. You get to eat exactly. cheap. You get to eat for cheap and you get to find new experiences that you never thought you'd have before. And that is what it's all about. And that's what we're going to see this entire generation. We just saw just saw PlayStation do the dollar deal, which everybody has yeah. a problem with. Yeah, we're going to see some movement. We can, and we can, I think we're, yeah. We can definitely yeah, dive yeah. Into, into that a little bit. I definitely want to no, touch no, on I'm that just, I, thought, I thought that was I, interesting. I'm just saying that I think. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I just I just think that it's it, it means that everybody is starting to see the benefits of having things like this in place, like Game Pass, where a large, not everything is for everybody, mm -hmm. but just like Netflix, they have something for everybody. And exactly. that's where we're going now, right? That's where we're going now. So, 100%. And I think that's great. Um, so I definitely, uh, definitely feel you there. Uh, as far as that goes, and um, I think again, this this conversation is exactly what we wanted to do on this show, and I exactly. love it, Steel. So, exactly. do you have any uh, final thoughts you want to want to get out about this? Um, the the last kind of kind of couple things that I would could, wanted to touch on because you you said some some powerful things. Um, and then we can kind of touch into that little dollar deal because that, that is that is something that's very recent. Um, okay. and that I did want to get your opinion on that. Um, yeah, sure. Look, like Pong was saying. Um, he he was saying that Xbox caught his attention this time around. Um, Game Pass is an undeniable deal for him. That is why he invested in the, in this ecosystem, um, and that is what it's about. Again, it's about finding what is for you. I've always been the guy to be like uh, when people ask my opinion on, "Hey man, uh, what console do you think I, I should get?" Uh, it's kind of like, "Hey, well, what kind of games do you like to play?" Um, if you like that single player experience, I'm always going to say, "Hey, Sony might be the better option for you." If you're a multiplayer game gamer, I'm going to say, "Hey, Xbox might be the option for you." Nowadays, those those lines pretty much cross. So now it's about what are you interested in? Where are your friends at? Are you are you just yep. play by yourself? Um, like, there's so much more that goes into it and i don't want any one person to feel discouraged about having a preference on what Correct. they enjoy i feel like as a as a community and as gamers we tend to be extremely fickle and then also very judgmental um and yeah. that's not what this right. scene is supposed right. to be for that's not what we're here for we're here to give that's where you we came from being judged that's where we came from back in the day was being judged for being a gamer now here we are doing it to ourselves and to each other it's terrible Exactly, and that's not what and that's not what this is supposed to be about. Um, it's, again, I, to just kind of go back on what, on kind of the reason I, I came into the community, um, 
I came, I, I took that leap into the community as uh, we'll, we'll call it the leap of faith like they do in Assassin's Creed. Just imagine me just diving <laughs> off. That's just into a pile of hay. That's what I did. I wish you know? I could do that. I still wish I could do that. <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's a fact. I tried to do it into a pool one time. It didn't end up too well. My back hurt. It's splashing. <laughs> Water still feels like concrete, you know? <laughs> now, that's a story I might want to hear later on. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But, um, <laughs> but I took a leap of faith in the community because yeah. I, had, I had always been involved with gaming. I've always been around it. I've been building PCs and um, gaming since I was around 10 PC years old. Easy master race, everybody. Did you hear that? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I've always, I've always been a console gamer first more so because PC, it does everything. That's the whole point of having the PC. It's not just about gaming. Sure, if you want to build it for that, cool. That's 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 your prerogative. But it's not just for that. PC is so much more than that. Um, but that's what makes consoles great too, because everybody doesn't need to have a PC. Like I'm not going to be the guy like some people may be to where they're like, yeah, man, you should just get a PC. Why get that? Well, you could get a PC. It's like no, there's reasons that these uh, these things still exist. Um, we're not. We're still about ten to twenty years removed from you just turning on your TV or whatever and just hopping into a game. You know what I right. mean? Uh, without right. you having to have a console or whatever the case might be. Um, so what's in more, uh, most importantly, just to kind of round this kind of little discussion discussion now is look there's nothing wrong with having a preference um if you love if you love sony if you love playstation and what they got going on fantastic if you love xbox and what they got going on fantastic great if you love what nintendo has going on even though nintendo feels like they're they're king of the castle king of the castle king of the castle um <laughs> then that's great you know what i mean yeah. ride yeah. with that um my biggest thing for me is keep things on a level playing field um right. speak if you're going to speak one way um about one side to speak that same way for the other side um and it should be everybody should be objective in their opinion yes you can have things that you like but let's be objective let's be gamers and let's overall let's keep gaming first so um yeah man i, I guess that pretty much wraps up wraps wraps that conversation up that uh, that was a pretty uh, pretty nice little bow you just put on there. So yeah, I gotta <laughs> say, man, that that's uh, some good stuff, brother. That, and definitely. I think I, again for everybody in chat, uh, everybody listening for the first time elsewhere. When you guys get to this, I hope you see what we are about here. I think that was a perfect encapsulation of what Steele and I are shooting for 100%. on this show. Um, and that was completely organic. No plans. Yeah. This, this... We, we can tell we we have very loose plans when it comes to uh, what we are going to talk about on this exactly. show. And that was completely off the wall. Right? Yeah, we, 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 that wasn't that the was, plan. <laughs> that was off the rip. We had no plans whatsoever to deep dive in any way, shape, or form. But here we are, guys. Exactly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you can appreciate that. That's what we're going to try to do here. So um, I guess, Steele, at this point, we should uh, maybe hit uh, maybe hit some of the big news this week because, okay. we, man, we had a lot of great stuff going yeah, we did, on. We did. Uh, yeah. Uh, we had a lot of great stuff going down, whether it was gaming shows. We had future game show. Uh, we had ID at Epic xbox yesterday um you know and then we had news drop about uh call of duty mm -hmm. uh rumors are going back to world war ii people are upset about that uh, <sighs> it might be time for battlefield 6 to take its place again uh man so so uh, let's leave well, with that let's leave with that actually um you want to leave with that one yeah because I, right. I feel like that's an extremely interesting conversation because i do feel a certain type of way about call of duty okay but if All you want right, to cool. if you want to set that if you want to set that conversation up go ahead man what's up with call of yeah. duty what is call of duty trying to do man Call of Duty is uh, potentially making a big mistake, um, okay. which wouldn't be the first time for Activision. 
I'm not going to say Call of Duty is going to die in any way, shape, or form. We okay. know better than that. Okay, yeah. look, look, that 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 ain't going to happen. So, um, let's let's keep it real. Call of Duty is going to be just fine. When mm-hmm. I say that they are making a big mistake here, this is what happens because they, uh, because they alternate devs mm-hmm. uh, for each game. Right? They have mm-hmm. to start planning in advance, so they don't get to necessarily hear what's happening on the ground until mm-hmm. it's too late. They've right. made this mistake before uh, and it's come back to bite them uh, when they kind of uh, with advanced warfare, mm-hmm. right? Um, people were kind of excited about it, but people were also very cautious about it because they're like, what do you mean? We're going to be able to, you know, do all this extra stuff that I don't, I want boots on the ground, right? right? I don't want to be able to do all this extra stuff. That's not call of duty. And they didn't hear that until it was too late. And we saw kind of what happened with advanced warfare. Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing here is because they're cycling these devs and this, this is how they've got it set up. Now, what, what we're seeing is that they've decided if, if the latest rumors be true. And I think that where there's smoke, there's fire and there's been a lot of smoke here. So I got, yeah, yeah, it's getting hot. Um, but yesterday, Eurogamer came out with some more sources, inside mm-hmm. sources. And again, we always got to be careful. We know sources, it, it, it could be whatever nowadays, right? Right? Exactly. <laughs> they could have had somebody whisper to them that, uh, hey, 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 I work for Activision, and this is what's happening to Call of Duty, and they'll run with it, right? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we got to be careful. But Eurogamer yesterday reported that they confirmed, I think it was with two different sources, mm-hmm. that it is going back to World War II. Okay, and it's called World, it's called Call of Duty World War, the the code name. I know, I know, I know. The code name is Call of Duty uh, World War Two Vanguard. Okay, so okay. nobody knows for sure if that's the official name or if that's just a code name until they release. Right. Uh, but the problem being is, is that people are burnt out on the older warfare. People are really burnt out. Um, there was rumors out there that it was going to be the Korean War. And people were already kind of upset about that because, again, you're not getting the latest technology. It cuts down on the options for weapons. It cuts down on the options for customization. Yes. All the stuff that people love Call of Duty for, Mm -hmm. it kind of takes – it doesn't take it all away, but it cuts back on what they can do. Uh, Sure, they could get creative and they can get crazy, but they they generally don't when they do the older warfare games. Mm -hmm. So – Man, that rumor hit yesterday, and I was going through the tweets underneath. I was reading responses, and I went to a couple different places where people were reporting it, and the majority was like, ooh, yeah. where? Okay, I want to see what Battlefield's got now. I want to, you know, I might be jumping back into Battlefield because what's happened is Battlefield has ruined all their goodwill <laughs> that they yeah. had. Battlefield back in the day, you, you could attest to this, Steel. Battlefield back in the day was neck and neck with Call of Duty, if not sometimes above it with the yeah. bad companies. Yeah, yeah. I was, so, was going to say but uh, neck and neck. Uh, it was kind of, it was kind of, it was kind of uh, up and down. I, I feel like Battlefield definitely started falling off um, when Call of yes, Duty became or, popular. So yeah, I can I can accept this. But I'm, okay, all right. Let, let's let's rephrase then because I I guess I trying to think back i'll kind of yeah i guess so i I would say when call of duty hit modern warfare the first one Mm -hmm. they were neck and neck at that yeah and then call of duty started pulling ahead okay Mm -hmm. so let let me clarify that that's That's fine thanks deal um no uh but again battlefield screwed up with battlefield 5 they didn't listen to the people uh they went and did their thing um they brought it back to world war ii again after doing uh, a world war one right after you know and before that was the 
uh, was uh, Battlefield uh, Hardpoint, mm-hmm. which was the cops and robbers kind of thing, right? Was which was cool. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, mm-hmm. except it, it didn't grab the majority yeah. of the fan base, right? The ma- it didn't do it. Um, and then World War One came, and people were happy with it. You know, from a from a technical aspect, mm-hmm. it was a very good game, uh, very good game. But then people got tired of the weapons because, again, the older weapons just don't hold excitement for very long, exactly. right? Um, and then instead of going back to modern, they came out with Battlefield Five, went back to World War Two, uh, launched with so many issues. the 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 spawn points were all screwed up. The maps were terrible. They didn't do anything right, and they lost another huge chunk of their their fan base. So, long story, get all the way around to this point, mm-hmm. is that now that Call of Duty is going back to World War II, people are upset, okay? People don't want to go back to World War II. Again, people are going to buy Call of Duty no matter what. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to sell like crazy. Mm-hmm. But Battlefield Six, they have made a commitment. They've taken two years, right, it, it, which, is, it, which is rare for them. They've taken two years to go back to the drawing board now have dice as always but they have also added criterion uh mm-hmm. to help with the production and they have said that they're going back to a modern battlefield 6 that they've heard the people that they're going to go back to what made battlefield yes. great in battlefield 3 and 4 100%. after it got fixed 4 was a mess in the beginning but after they're going to increase the destruction they're going to double the player count to 128 uh, they're going to actually have a battle royale mode. It's not mm-hmm. going to be ready at launch. Supposedly, it's going to be ready in 2022, but they are they do have plans for it. They are getting back to what made Battlefield great yes. and made it my favorite multiplayer game. So they have an opportunity if this comes to fruition and Call of Duty goes back to World War II and makes a lot of people unhappy. If Battlefield Six hits, if they land and stick this landing, mm-hmm. man. Battlefield has a rare opportunity to pull some people back in from Call of Duty and put themselves back up towards that top echelon of yes. multiplayer. Now, there's going to be a lot of competition. We're going to have Halo Infinite coming out as well. There could be a lot of competition coming. But Battlefield 6 has a chance. Uh, EA and DICE, you guys got to hit this. As a, 100%. as a fan, I want to get back to the Battlefield craziness. I want to get back to the advertisements only in Battlefield as you see guys jumping out of planes, hijacking yes. other jet planes in mid I want to see all of that from you guys. And I want to see total destruction. I want to get in a tank. And as those dudes, those, those hated snipers in their little nests up in the buildings are picking me <laughs> yeah, off, I want to hop in a tank. Destroy. And I want to drop the building on exactly. them. I just yep. want to drop the building on them. That, that's the old battlefield that I love. What, what, do you, what do you think, Steele? You got any thoughts on this? Um, for me, I don't understand why Call of Duty feels like they need to go keep going back to old content for me. Um, right. I, I, I understand the, the different the different stories that you can explain between World War One and World War II. Um, and I still feel like there's, there's certain scenarios that they haven't really gotten into. But again, sure. like you were stating, um, the, what they've done with Call of Duty up to this point, um, it just hasn't been enough. Um, for me personally, it's, it's like it's yep. to the point after Warzone, um, and we've had this conversation before, oh, uh, yeah. but after oh, yeah. Warzone, uh, I feel like they did, they did for... A battle royale game, um, trying to stay relevant and everything else, to have a free-to-play game, it is one of the best uh, options that Call of Duty has put out in a very long time. But guess what? That Call of Duty is also modern. Um, I do not think, 
and I'm, I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody because there might be some people like, yeah, let's take it back. Let's go back. I want more oh, of that yeah. World War II. There'll be some. I'm a big World War II fan, so don't get me wrong, Steele. Right. The, the last Call of Duty I really enjoyed besides Cold War was World War II. Oh, right. I do love it. I right, do love it, and so, we and we yeah. and we love them. We like to play zombies in that time. I mean, it's all yeah. set up perfectly and everything. We we love how their stories goes. But at this time, Call of Duty has not reinvented itself enough to continue to go backwards in progression. For right. me, Call of Duty has become stagnant. Warzone is probably the most um, thought-provoking thing that they have done within the last decade. Other than that, they're releasing the same old, same old content. You you release a futuristic game, that game doesn't go too well, it's too futuristic. Um, and then you bring it back. Uh, and then you make a more modern game, and then you bring it back. It's like, dude, and then now, like before, like I remember back in the day, like there was this big thing between Treyarch and uh, Activision. Like it was like, oh, which one do you like more? Which one do you like more? Um, yeah. Now it's become, they're like one and the same. Like right. you can play Warzone, like the Warzone content is connected to the new um, Cold War content. It is oh. like now, okay, so now you guys are in each other's pockets. Now they they're probably in each other's pockets, regardless. I mean, look, they're making the same kind of game. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. But it's just like, dude, y'all aren't reinventing enough. Like y'all, it was good because what made battle what, what separates battlefield from call of duty for me is the realistic effect of it um not not only that but the scope and the battles and um what you're able to do making a squad within your team of what was it like 30 40 people yep. you know whatever yep. the case might be that you're on a team with making squads and seeing your squad hit the top of the top of the leaderboard out of everybody in the in the lobby your right. squads at the top it, it gives right. you a different it gives you that different feeling not only are you fighting against other players um but you're also dealing with tanks uh jets uh helicopters um capturing points um all trying that good to, stuff trying to push uh trying to push the battle back and forth all the time um keeping it interesting um, and Call of Duty does do some of that things, do some of those things, but it doesn't do it well enough for it to be, I mean, again, like, like you said, people are going to buy a Call of Duty regardless. Call of Duty has made a name for itself. Um, it's just like right. Halo. It's kind of one of those things where, I mean, people can sit here and downplay Halo all they want, but Halo's going to sell regardless. Um, it's the same thing with Call of Duty. It's going to sell regardless at this point. Right. Um, I just feel like people have gotten to a point with Call of Duty, though, that they're starting to see the see what's behind the curtain. People are starting to see, like, hey, man, look, y'all got to stop. You got to do something different. Uh, this same old, same old stuff is not working anymore. Um, you want to... You want to make a modern game and then you want to go back in the day and and we keep telling you that yeah after the third time those old school guns aren't doing it for people no more and right, now you're right, introducing correct. you're introducing uh, a new generation of gamers who don't have any ties to that stuff um don't care about the pre previous world wars or whatever the case might be or and even if they do there's other games that i feel like do it better um right then call of duty can necessarily do it um yeah. So for them, for, for there to be the situation that they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back. And then Battlefield 6 to be like, um, no, we're going to be modern. We're not doing that. Right. Uh, we, we, we did it. We saw that you guys didn't we like it. We, we, yeah. we see that you guys don't like it. We're going to make a modern shooter. Again, Battlefield 4 started off rough. Um, but Battlefield 4, again, it's kind of like the baseline for it all. Because uh, over time, the game still to this day has a ton of people playing it it still gets a ton of attention i hopped on a few weeks ago and it was just having a blast just kind of reminiscent of um 
the tons of hours right. I used to spend in Battlefield right. 4. Right. You know what I mean? Um, or even Battlefield 3, Battlefield 2. Again, I played these games on PC. There hasn't been a game... Um, I mean, that's, that, but that's kind of the reason why Battlefield is what it is. That's why Battlefield is in its own lane. Um, right. It's Battlefield. There's a reason people say this can only be done in Battlefield. There's, that's why there's tons of videos about this stuff. Um, right. Because it can only be done in Battlefield. There's a reason why people say that. Um, and I feel like if DICE really hits this over the head, takes advantage of um, only keeping it next gen, PC only, or whatever the case might be, um, opening up to 120 players, 64 on 64, they have a lot of potential to take the war that they that they like to portray to the next level. And I feel like right. that's something that people should pay, pay attention to, be hyped for. I feel like, yes, they're going to have competition, but I feel like between Halo and Battlefield 6... I, Call of Duty might mm, Call of Duty might have to sit down for a while, um, especially if this next game that comes out doesn't hit it for them. And don't right. let Battlefield drop a, a battle royale that's All right, like yeah, out, that's like good. That's, <laughs> that's perfect. Comparable. They're yeah, damn near the perfect. Zone. And I can yeah. see Battlefield doing it because Battlefield is already. It's kind of like with Halo. I, I have that kind of feel for Halo too, but. Um, they already have it set up. The vehicles are already there. The spawn points are kind of already there. You just kind of have to set it up in a certain way for it to work. Um, but I feel like a Battlefield Royale would probably take over the place of Warzone, especially if right. it's done right. Um, and I feel like at that point, Call of Duty has something to worry about. But again, it, 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 then it kind of turns into that free-to-play conversation, you know what I mean? Because that's what Call of Duty has working for them right now. Um, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They got that free-to-play model. They figured out what works as far as the Battle Royale goes. But, again, I, I also see people saying that they're kind of Battle Royale'd out. Um, so, is it going to be necessary for Battlefield? I don't think so. Um, but as long as they put out a solid game overall yeah. um, and give Call of Duty and give other shooters a run for their money, again, it's there's always a first-person shooter that takes it to the next level. Um, right, right, correct. And Call of Duty, Call of Duty needs something else. Needs a, another piece of competition other than themselves to change the gaming scene. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's those what two were pushing. Like. Those two were pushing each other all the time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, they they do different things, but at the same time, there was still that competition. So mm -hmm. those two teams pushed and pushed and pushed. Exactly. And, and you know what? On a personal note. Don't let Battlefield bring back classic Gold Rush. Don't let them bring. Don't let them have the snipers have mortars <laughs> to bring Thanks. down buildings again. Thanks. Look out! It's gonna be great. But no matter no matter what, at the end of the day, this is gonna be something to watch. It's mm -hmm. kind of exciting. Uh, as 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 much as as we all say that Call of Duty's been played out or whatever the case may be, and we've been doing it for so long, every year, year in and year out, is the top selling. Right up there with Maddens and everything else. It is one and two I mean, all the time. It keeps continuing to sell. So no matter what, at the end of the day, this is going to be an intense battle, unintended, yes. uh, to watch come this fall. And you know what? Microsoft might have the marketing rights to Battlefield. And Game Pass may be an option. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, so. for sure, and and, and that yeah. would definitely that would definitely open it up. Again, for main thing for me is always competition. Um, 
Call of Duty hasn't hasn't had real competition. Again, it seems like they're not competing against each other anymore for real. Right, right. they're um, not. They're hand in hand now with each other. Yeah. Just kind of bouncing ideas. It seems like to me they're bouncing it. Like again, before it was like they were in constant competition, like you said. Um, and then now it's like, oh, let's hold each other's yeah. hands and make this money together. Which is nothing. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the yeah. same time, um, you have to. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you have no. to do better. Um, and I feel like Battlefield Six was gonna is gonna do that for them. Yeah. It's gonna offer them a competition. They're gonna have to go back to the drawing board and be like, yeah. I don't know that Battlefield Six <laughs> over there. I, <sighs> Let's be real. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but Battlefield they have to go back to when the wheel was round. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's for dang sure. We can, we can't have any of these octagon wheels that don't roll very well right exactly. we, we need to go back to when it was round it was nice and smooth yeah. we're good we're good exactly exactly <laughs> hell yeah so, man but oh uh, uh, well hey look another topic killed brother facts, facts. We, we, we've been running through them killing them hitting them upside the we head didn't, we, we didn't even again nobody's gonna believe us but we didn't have this plan so, no hey it, whatever it, it just yeah, came, came cool. around random I love it. This is this is like when you and I are just talking offline, man. So Facts. this is good stuff right here. We're supposed to be, man. Hey, Again, uh, where do you want to go next? You want to talk about uh, you want to talk about Discord, or you want to go into ID at Xbox? What do you want to do? Um, we can do, we can we can go into ID at Xbox. I mean, I'm, okay. I feel like that's that's recent. I got some I got some I, feelings about big. that. That's big. Yeah. Um, so, um, but just real quick, again, I want to shout out to everybody in the chat watching this yeah. live. We appreciate you guys coming out, um, experiencing the living split screen um, morning show, man. I, 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 I want to call it a podcast, but at the same time, I wanted to be the morning show, the thing that gets you up in the morning, gets you rocking and rolling with energy um, and just a vibe that uh, just gets you set for the weekend, you know? Um, that's our purpose. We're here to keep it open. Um, if you guys got questions in chat, shoot them out. That's what we're here for. Um, yeah. And we'll definitely look at them when we can get to them um, and as we continue to rock and roll. Um, but, yeah, uh, I guess I'll start off this time with the whole idea at Xbox thing. And this, this might be a little controversial. Um, and people might think uh -oh. that it'll be, it'll be uh -oh. a little bit of a, a negative Nancy. Don't, um, don't tell me you're going there. Don't tell me we're doing this. All right, go. But look, go. look, go. man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start off because what I like to do is I like to lead, lead with love. Um, because to be completely honest and be 100%, um, the show for the ID at Xbox was very mediocre. Um, needless to say, I... I, I Hater. I feel, I feel Hater. like it. I, that's fine. I feel like, it's <laughs> I feel like it's unfortunate that I feel that way. And the only reason that I feel that way... Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, the only reason I feel that way, though, man, is because, and it's kind of like how we talked talk in the background, kind of like how I talked last night on GRG, um, and I'm very passionate about this, and, and that's, something, that's something that I, I, I want people to understand. It's not um, for my spiel. It's like I'm giving background on it so people don't feel like I'm hitting it over the head. Um, but the spiel hit is it over more, the head, brother. Just hit it. My just spiel is more so to, to, to keep it open-minded and to let people know, hey, man, I, this is just how I feel. You got to do better. But look, um, the reason I say that it was mediocre is because the way that the show was presented was not very well. You cannot show three to five minutes of gameplay, games, whatever, and then talk for 20 minutes and expect for people to pay attention. It is a problem to me. And then what also was a problem for me personally is that the 
ID at Xbox is, is supposed to display indie games. It's, it's supposed to put light on games that typically people like our, us aren't going to pay attention to. Um, unless you're into right. indies. Shout right. out to the indie gamer. I'm pretty sure he was ecstatic for that show last night. And I'm definitely, yeah. and, I, and I'm interested yeah. um, to see what, how his opinions are, are yeah. on it, on the show overall. Um, but for me, what kills it the most, and again, they could have saved themselves if the hosts themselves would have had the energy to back it up. I'm not expecting for it to be a triple A uh, type of ideal. I'm not expecting for it to be a double A kind of ideal. Um, you know, somebody told, you know, explained to me, was trying to explain to me last night, oh, well, you know, it's indie games. They don't really have a backing like that. Um, you know, they're just working with what they got. And it's like, to me, that's not a good enough excuse. It's right. not a good enough excuse. You're backed by a trillion dollar company that can at least break you off a little bit of bread to at least make sure that um, when you're streaming, your your video quality is at least solid from both cameras, um, that your hosts at least have some kind of energy, seem like they actually care about what they're talking about because that was lacking for me. I was listening to you guys on Boom Show yesterday. Um, I'm just listening to the show and I'm like, Bro, other than these announcements that I'm hearing, the actual conversation isn't enticing. Um, right. And it would be right. and it'd be one thing if they were, you know, doing it, they were showing like the ascent and then having the devs come in five, ten minutes and say, hey, this is what we got going on, this, that, and the other thing. Cool. Or if they would have had the people from the games, the big games that people were expecting to seize things from, if we would have got five, ten minute interviews with them. Because people were hype about these are games that people are genuinely hyped for. Um and then everything else, like the 20-minute conversations, the deep dives, whatever the case, you could have saved that for after your games showcase. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of the problem. Um, it's the marketing of it. Gaming showcase. When you're saying a gaming showcase, I'm expecting a showcase of games. What you showed me was a showcase of boring <laughs> boring conversation. <laughs> and I, it's like I understand people, people have... Um, anxiety or people have a fear even me now I, I got some butterflies going on but the energy that i bring is organic and i feel like part of the problem the only reason that i really have a problem with it um and why it's kind of why it's a five out of ten for me um because what saved it is the games the game saved it um oh, yeah. all the announcement when i came home and i and watched all the games um, after I got off of work, I was like, oh, that's exciting. These games that are coming out, because I'm again, I'm not an indie guy myself, but I'm yeah. I am a game guy. I love the idea of newer titles, these indie people, um, these indie devs that are dropping new content for the uh for the community. Because guess what? These indie devs are gonna be the ones that are gonna push the entire gaming scene. And that's what's important to me. Like people give indies hate, but that no, they, you don't need to hate on indies. You need to give um, indies need to be shown love, care, and dedication. Right, right, right. Um, and I feel like that kind of it was kind of a missed mark because you cannot expect for a show like that to grab the attention of a mass majority. The common consumer is going to see that four-hour show. They're going to get half. They're going to get an hour into it, and they're going to say, "What is this?" Still, I see still, the games. Still, what, what would happen right now if during our show we just said, "Hey, by the way, guys, we're going to take a five-minute break and just put up a timeout screen <laughs> and just 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 walked out of, right in the middle, right in the middle of all the exciting stuff. We're just going to take a five-minute break and we're going to leave. How many how many people would stop listening? 
I, 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 everybody, I would hope, because that's <laughs> lame, if that's super lame. Right. right you have right, a four right. hours. The show didn't need to be four hours if that's the case. Right. And you can say, oh, uh, that's oh, it's Twitch. That's that's how they. No, if that's how they do on Twitch, that's why I don't watch that content. You cannot be a content creator and be dry. You cannot be right. a content right. creator and have no energy, no love, no passion. Uh, that's that's like one of my biggest problems in what I what I wanted to kind of tie into this conversation of why I stepped into this scene because I did not see enough people giving the organic energy, the organic vibe, the organic love, care, and affection for gaming overall. I don't have to love, I don't have to love um, so PlayStation to be able to talk about their games or be hyped for it because I know what they do. I don't have to be hyped for example, in this conversation about indies, for me to be able to enjoy and love what indies bring, um, because that's what it's about. That's what's important. Right. Um, but when you come across, uh, like the biggest problem for us as gamers is getting the mass majority to understand um, wh what gamers are about, who, what, what gamers are, because there still is this stigma. For gamers, um, oh, right. gaming is lame. Uh, it's only for these this kind of stereotype or whatever the case. And when you have shows like that, it demonstrates to people that gaming is still this niche thing. I mean, and we can sit here and say, oh, gaming is blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. But I sit here and have conversations still on a damn near almost everyday basis with people where they're like, uh, you know, gaming is all right. I'm, I, I don't really care about gaming. That's a waste of time. And it's like, wow, okay, um, <laughs> you know, we can have. Oh this, no, I, yeah. Absolutely. It's like I can have a I can have a detailed conversation with you about it if you're if you're genuinely interested. But if you're not genuinely interested, if you see it as a child's product, that's kind of my pro product uh, problem with Nintendo because um, they kind of treat it like a child's product. Um, uh oh, uh oh, Nintendo slander for show. No, 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 oh, no, oh, Nintendo oh. slander. We I can't give Nintendo fan. slander. Nintendo fans, I respect the hustle, so stick around, all right? Don't don't leave, all right? Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> don't leave. <laughs> and facts, facts, and I'm right there with you. I respect Nintendo's yeah. hustle, too, the same way that I respect all these companies' hustle. They're, they're going right. to, at the end of the day, they, they want you in their service, they want you to spend some money, um, and they want you playing their games. Um, and, that, and that's what it's about. But... I mean, you gotta you gotta call a spade a spade. You gotta call real for what you gotta call real for what it is, and acknowledge it and say, "Hey, man, that wasn't it." Um, again, boom! One of the most positive people in the community, man. To hear him be so deflated by it, um, is it, just is kind of a demonstration yeah. for somebody who's so positive and like. He, I mean, he's way better than me sometimes. Where like how overly positive he can be about things and for him to sound so defeated for example can only put in a perspective along with you guys because you guys were just like you guys oh, yeah. weren't exactly yeah. happy about it um but the number one thing that was like the biggest takeaway from it was the games nobody's yeah, arguing yeah, yeah. that the games were bad no. we love what we saw game wise you can go to youtube right now watch a four or five minute clip of all the games and trailers that they drop you'll be like oh yeah man this is fantastic um but then when you watch that show like again I came home and I watched that show for an hour and now the the voices were off, the recordings, the, the them talking was off. It didn't feel organic. It didn't come across like 
anybody cared about it. Um, and again, using the excuse, oh, Indies don't have any real big financial backing is not good enough for me. You have the backing of a trillion dollar company that can at least give you guys a little bit of money. Um, at least, you know, for us to have technical difficulties is one thing. Yeah. It's our first show. We're having technical difficulties. Um, and somebody brought this up. Oh, well, you know, they've only, indie, indie Games, have, they've only been doing the show for a while. And it's like, Indie Games has been, they've been doing this since when? 2013? Right, right. Really right. making a specific scene for indies? Well, and, that, and that's why they turned it over to Twitch in the first place, mm -hmm. was to have a higher production value, or what they thought would be a higher production value, obviously due to the pandemic. I think Microsoft, because Microsoft has always done a show uh, with ID and Xbox, right? They've always done presentations and and given these mm -hmm. games the spotlight. But they had so many games to do, it's kind of like... I feel, and I don't, obviously nobody knows what the talks were like, but right. it almost feels like they said, okay, look, we've got all this stuff going on. We still got the pandemic that we have to, to worry about. We still got people working from home. We're not fully up to speed the way we used to be. So let's outsource this to somebody who's doing things like this right now. And it was Twitch. And it's a great mm -hmm. partner from the standpoint that a lot of the younger generation does go to Twitch and they do like the style of format, mm -hmm. right? It's just that for the average or for us, the hardcore gamers, mm -hmm. we like to consume our information differently. But, but the reason why they went to Twitch is because Twitch is used to doing things and producing things like this. It's just that the, the format, like you were talking about, and yeah, I was on boom show and, and the format is just what, killed it like you were mm -hmm. saying steel it wasn't about the content my god look at the list of games people the, yes. the, the list of games are incredible this is what i'm talking about we, we are just scratching the surface of what is coming down the pipeline right the, these were just some of the indie games coming out this year and mm -hmm. next year exactly right? the, the, this is crazy right and and Insane. so that yeah the, that itself was absolutely beautiful but we, as 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 the gamer community, we like to consume our things in short shorter bursts. Right. You give me an hour long, you give me a two hour long program filled with trailers, with little behind the scenes stuff, exactly. two three minute interviews. Dude, I'm set. I'm gonna grab my popcorn. I can guarantee you on Boom Show we would have been rocking and rolling for that mm -hmm. whole entire two hours, even though Boom only said it would be an hour show. Oh, I he would have sticked it up. You, he would have kept going. Mm -hmm. He would have kept going. There was different ways you could go about this. And that's what we talked about too, was, you know, if you wanted to do it this way, okay, you could have, first of all, given all of, or the majority of the highlights up front, mm -hmm. and then put the interviews on the back and said, stick around guys for you, for those of you who want to hear more about maybe some of those games that you just loved in there, stick around. And we're going to have some developer interviews. We're going to have some behind the scenes stuff. You might even see some clips you didn't see when we first, what we first showed, right? Exactly. You could even entice it that way. Say, stick mm -hmm. around. Could have totally done that. And it would have worked out perfectly because it, me and I, I'm more of an indie guy than you are. Mm -hmm. I'm certainly no indie gamer, mm -hmm. <laughs> indie shout out to indie in the chat. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly not him. But I'm more of an indie gamer. I look for, you know, again, you, you're a gamer, so you like all yeah, games. Man. I'm a gamer. I like all games. But I, you know, again, indie games to me have a little special place in my heart. So, I, yeah. Um, sure. But, and and these developers who are, you know, up and coming developers, mm -hmm. they're small teams, one, two, 10, 
you know, whatever, 20 people right. putting their heart and soul in these games deserve a spotlight because they're yes. going to get 100%. lost. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they are going to get lost in the shuffle 100%. of the big triple A, double A bangers that are coming out nonstop right now. Right. They're going to get lost. So they need to be given this time. And I appreciate, I truly do appreciate their stories and why they developed the games. Mm-hmm. The other way that it could have been done would be to do a full highlight reel have your have your girls at the at, at twitch at the desk you know introduce each game get excited say mm-hmm. oh man look at this no come back and have their little banter about what they just saw that's fine i don't have a problem with that but then what they could have done is created a whole separate xbox could have done it twitch could have done whatever right create a individual blog or uh video blog video post for each individual game so that when people get done watching the show, because most of us are either writing down or indexing, hey, I really like that game. Hey, I really like that game. Or we're going to go back and watch it and say, hey, I really like that game right there. I want to learn more about that game. Right. And then you could go back and deep dive that specific game that you were interested in and get to know about it. If that's what you wanted to do, give it the option so that you're not forced. Excuse me. So you're not forced to sit through four hours which your attention span again we have pretty good attention spans we mm-hmm. do podcasts for a couple hours mm-hmm. man but man come on seriously breaks breaks after you just did a 15 minute interview break for five minutes three minutes whatever it was come back and do another 15 minute interview that that's crazy that that's not that's not exciting to anybody out there no um, Not at all. And again, as much as I love hearing from these devs, and I do, I yes. want to do it on my own time. I, I just was there to see the game showcase. Spotlight is important. I'm mm-hmm. glad Microsoft knew that it was important enough to to work this out with Twitch. Yes. I give them credit for doing it. If they could not do this internally, if that's part of the reason, or if they thought that Twitch was going to bring a broader audience mm-hmm. and showcase these indie titles, I give them all the props in the world for doing this because mm-hmm. I'm sure it cost them big bank to oh, do yeah. it. I'm sure this was not <laughs> this was not a low production value kind of thing, right? This this is a lot of organization, a lot of putting together. Some of those interviews those were, were in long, depth. Man. Yeah, they were in They're depth. Sitting down. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was like, that was like you know watching E three interviews where they sit down mm-hmm. on the couch with you know whatever N four G and talk for you know fifteen twenty minutes while they're watching video. It was crazy. It was good, but at the end of the day, for the presentation for us on a Friday, on a Friday, mm-hmm. knowing full well that people like us in the community are going to want to talk about it, are going to want to broadcast it live have live reaction shows all the stuff that goes into building hype mm-hmm. for them to go out and decide to do this i just think it was the wrong format they didn't take into consideration all that was involved when you look outside of it yes. when people are trying to watch this type of content or when they're trying to produce their own content to hype your content exactly it's just not the right format for it and games and we'll talk about the games the games that they showed off so, man my history and i i'm blown away there's where some crazy stuff coming out uh, but for so, me it was uh, just a format that killed companies the right period point blank right exactly and, and, and i mean so, and that's and that's exactly and that's exactly what it, what it was for me too it was the format and the pacing um again the big big thing for me um if you want to have this kind of a spotlight um and i kind of and I, I i agree on some points um 
don't I, I do have to disagree on one point with you is I don't feel like they put a heavy investment into this. I feel like it kind of came across like they gave it to Twitch and said, hey, y'all, y'all handle it. Uh, we get here's the interviews okay. and everything. And uh, y'all take care of it. Yeah, just put it together. Case. Just put it together might for us. Um, I, I hope not. But again, that is the way it, that it, it comes across. Uh, I don't understand how someone on the marketing side um, or whatever the case might be, um, show side, whoever's running the shows can sit there and say like, yeah, man, um, that's it. Yeah, do, do it just like that. That's perfect. People will love it. Um, yeah. No, man. Like, wh where have you been at? In a shell? Again, like you said, if they would have showed the in-depth interviews after the show and said, hey, uh, here's an hour and 30 minutes of content, and then um, here's another hour and a half of us just doing deep dives and talking about, you remember that game we showed you earlier? Here's a deep dive. Right. right. That, but that gives you the opportunity to do it within your own time. And it doesn't make it any better um, when you have people hosting an event. And this could be any event. Um, you know what I mean? If you're hosting an event, um, doing a live stream, again, you're doing it with people that are from Twitch. I can't yeah. tell. The energy wasn't there. The the excitement wasn't there. It came across fake. It came across forced. You know what I mean? And we saw that last year with Keeley's show, right? When he mm. brought the wrong people in to introduce exactly. the Xbox experience and to introduce the Xbox, what they were going to show for Xbox, he invited the wrong people again. Personal feelings, Achilles aside, respect the man for what he's built up over there. That, that, yeah. That's besides the point, what what he brings. And I know everybody's got their own thing with him. But right. the point being is you bring in the wrong people or you bring in people who aren't genuine about mm. their excitement for what they're about to see and talk about, you're going to notice that right away. Exactly. Like if you and I weren't in love with the gaming industry right now, man, we everybody be able to tell, right? <laughs> everybody like, be able to you know, know. You know, Pong, you know, right, if I right, want to. Yeah. You know, we could talk about this, and then we can, uh, you know, uh, you, I, I, you I'm see, sad. Did you, did you see those new games coming out? They look pretty cool. Yeah, they're all right, man. You know, <laughs> I only like a few of them, man. I'd like, I'd like to see something different. Maybe dogs and cats or something. Hey, I don't oh, know. man, that, 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 game, that gameplay, man. I'm so, oh, yeah. Oh, they were shooting each other, and oh, yeah. man, I'm so yeah, excited. Bang, bang. There Ooh. was, like, loud noises. Oh, it's like no man i can't i can't no. handle that no, like, no. Oh. so i'm 100 i'm 100 there with you on that yeah. for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's sure. uh it's, I, yeah no i i mean i, I again i will criticize where criti criticism Facts. is necessary again the show went the, the show went off without a hitch mm -hmm. um as far as getting the content out there mm -hmm. now that you know after the show there's plenty of people putting all the clips together putting out the trailers so right. you can go back and watch it the way but again just like boom show had to cut it short and exactly. you know what i found myself not even wanting it to have it in the background while mm -hmm. i was working i didn't even want it there because i knew i was just going to be annoyed with it <laughs> <laughs> so so i i turned it off and i waited until it was over and then i started watching all the trailers and, mm -hmm. and catching up on everything that i missed afterwards and and you know again let's let, let's transition into what we did see i i think that okay. topic has been killed unless you got something more to nah, say that's pretty much um, it go ahead man yeah, i know mean, that's yeah, what's let's most transition important in, yeah let's transition into the games right so man the amount of games i showed yesterday was insane like yes, i literally like i like i knew like they had that they had put out the blog post right and they had talked about they were mm -hmm. going to show over you know a hundred plus games or whatever it was but i had no idea that they were going to show off as much as they did yeah there was some games that actually missed 
liked uh, the show that I was right. kind of surprised of, like the Tunic. We did, did they show Scorn? Tunic, right? No, they did no, not show Scorn so. either. I didn't think so. So very surprised at some of the games that weren't there. I didn't mm-hmm. get my hopeful review of Hades, obviously. They yeah. pulled that back and said it was a mistake. I was hoping that was like a super secret. Oops, right, we right. shouldn't have done that. We're going to pull it back and tell everybody it was a mistake, but then it's actually going to be there. That didn't happen, so I was kind of disappointed in that as well, obviously. It's, it's something I've been looking forward to for a long time. But from what they did show, man, mm-hmm. we got to see some crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, the Ascent. Yes. They started off the show hot. The Ascent trailer. I, okay, look, Steel, you and I are both in the same mindset with this game, so 100%. we're going to be talking to each other here. 100%. <laughs> And I'm sure most of the people in chat, anybody who's seen The Ascent has got to have a little glimmer of interest in this game. Because what they showed yesterday, the hype levels, I don't know if they can get higher for me on this game, but they they simply are living up to those levels Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes beyond with what I'm seeing. Like every time we see it, it has gotten better. Exactly. Like like each time they show more, even on their social media. And that's why that's why I was kind of thinking they might stealth drop it yesterday, although no nobody got the review codes. Right. Uh, I talked to Archimedes and nobody had gotten the review codes yet, so he said don't expect it, but okay. But for me, the, the the way this social media has been building up, their social media, uh whoever manages it is fantastic. Oh, yeah, the they're way. on point. They're on <laughs> oh, point. Oh man. Man, I've had some back and forth. I don't know if you've seen it still. I've had some back and forth with them. They, they are on it they respond to the people in the community that talked okay. back to them um and, and and it's great but they've been hyping now for almost two months straight they've been putting out these little clips but then yesterday we got a full new look at it um i wish it would have been more i was expecting a little bit more and we mm-hmm. didn't even get a, de- a developer uh interview which i thought we would have yeah um, exactly you know for, for all the, the other ones. ones we did yeah exactly <laughs> uh but anyways, the the ascent just keeps looking better and better. And what they showed yesterday was a hit. Um, I love it. I've gone back and watched it a few times. Um, you know, just the effects, um, the environment, the whole feel that they've gotten for that game. It, it, it's amazing. They've yes. nailed the cyberpunk love feel. It. So the the ascent was fantastic. Um, Art of Rally. Now this is uh, this is an indie game uh, indie gamer favorite. Uh, I watched him play this on his stream, and I asked him if it was coming, and he said, "Yeah, it'll probably come to console." But man, I was so excited to see it there, and not only to see it. And if anybody doesn't know, Art of Rally is like a RC pro am, but uh, kind of uh, Forza RC pro am. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. If anybody remembers RC pro am from back in the day, control remote control cars around the track mm-hmm. with that three quarter kind of view, that top down kind of view. Uh, but it's more sim than that, right? And Art of Rally is something special. And as a racing fan, I cannot wait. And it's yes. dropping in the Game Pass. Yeah, in the Game Pass. Are you kidding Excited. me? Are you kidding me? Ecstatic. Um, oh, ecstatic. Uh, and then we had uh, obviously. Uh, was kind of uh, not surprising but surprising among us actually showed up and they they are dropping it um mm-hmm. and it's coming to xbox and i know this is a big deal it's not for me it's not right. a game for me but again i understand why people love it and it's a huge deal um you know among us is coming uh and they're yeah. gonna drop the new uh huge level i forget what it's called it's something with a uh, ship, i think it's the plane is it the pl- is it a plane or is it a ship I thought it was like an air. Is it an airship? Maybe I think it's, it's an airship. airship. I think level. it's an airship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's See, airship. look at us combining. See, there you look go. Combining. Yeah, air and ship. Yeah. Voltron. Uh, so, yeah. Right. <laughs> 
So, but they're dropping a new level with it too. Uh, yeah. So very cool for all the Among Us fans out there, and I'm sure it's going to just continue to get bigger as they drop this in the game. You know, obviously it, having this many people uh, ready to rock and roll with it, I, I'm sure it's just going to continue its assault uh, on the charts because. Right. You know, it, it's a big game again not for me but i understand why people love it and i got plenty of people who do love it so um astria ascending uh this is a awesome. 2d hand-drawn jrpg dropping into game pass day and date man um and this is from some veterans of the industry yes. that have worked on final fantasy Oh my God! This thing reminds me of of uh, Dragon's Crown uh, from mm-hmm. Atlas back in the day with the hand drawn. That was a huge hit, uh, especially I shouldn't say huge, but it, it was big. I, Let's I, put it that yeah, way. A lot of people played mm-hmm. that, yeah. But hand drawn JRPG. This is right up my alley. Going into Game Pass day and day one. This is what Phil was talking about when he was talking about bringing the diversity from Japan and the Asian markets over into Game Pass. These are some of the fruits of labor that we're seeing, along with like Octopath Traveler that just dropped in a Game Pass. Right. That's why I love to see this. Now, this is this is this is my lone wolf stuff right here. This is the good stuff, right? This is exactly. what I grew up yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, right? So everybody go check out it's Astria Ascending. Uh, it's from Artisan Studios. Again, go look at the, who's working on this. It's insane uh, what they've done in the past. And this looks nothing short of stellar. So I can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, we could sit here all day, man. Uh, let me, uh, let me, Last Oasis. For anybody who doesn't yes. know, Last Oasis is a survival MMO um, along the lines of Ark, along the lines of, uh, along the lines of Conan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually did a surprise drop yesterday. So early access is now available uh, on Xbox. You can try uh, one hour for free. Uh, the game itself, early access uh, game is $30, twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, so not too expensive. I played my hour last night. Mm-hmm. Got to say, pretty impressed. Uh, you and I were talking before the show, Steel, about Facts. this. Um, you know, I didn't, I wasn't a big ARC fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not either. My, my kid loved Ark. He was, oh, man, he had a big crew, and they build dinosaurs and go to war with other crews. Yeah. Man, it was crazy. Like, I saw some of his videos, man. It looked fun, but to get to that point was not fun for me, right? So right. Conan, I liked, but it wasn't, it just didn't hold me. It, yeah, it didn't, I it didn't take. I get that. Um, this one last night, I could see it taking me. Anybody who doesn't know, Last Oasis is obviously a, uh, okay, so what's happened is there, there's been, a major event on earth and basically stop the earth from spinning. Ooh. Okay. Uh, right, one so. day actually lasts uh, one year. So a full cycle is actually uh, one year just mm-hmm. for one day. So you're in the sun all the time. So people have to avoid the sun. Otherwise they burn to a crisp. Basically the entire world's turned into a desert. Right. Um, so you're kind of living that nomad, mad max right. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the hitch with this one is, yes, you have to gather your stuff and you have to build and you have to do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you get to build these crazy, these crazy mechanized uh, like land walkers, right? Yeah. And, and they, they can be really small, single person, or can they can be these gigantic, like, you know, 10, 15 people aboard kind of land crawler walkers across the desert. Right. And so that's kind of their, that that's kind of how they hook you in. Um, so I spent one hour. Uh, I knew I only had one hour, obviously. So mm. I, I rushed through and got to the point where I actually built one of these little uh, walkers. And man, it was fun. 
it was fun. So that's that's one to check out. Um, another one, Moon Glow Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. Now this was that quirky. Uh, it remind me of the tourist with the uh, block style, Minecraft style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one, Steel. Yeah, the I did. Fishing, uh, the I think they talked RPG. about this one a little bit. Too, yeah, this was the best. this was one of the first interviews that went for like fifteen minutes, and yeah. everybody was like, "Okay, come on, come on, please." Yeah, yeah. Um, very interesting. I love the backstory, and they they were you know the, the the pair of them were obviously excited about their game, so right. uh, totally cool. But interview went out for 15 minutes but moon glow bay um that's just something it seems like a chill game one of those games you just kick back with you do some fishing they got couch co-op in this Facts, uh, yeah. I, I, I wish there was some online but you know whatever couch co-op you just kick back and you do some fishing you do some little rpg stuff you try to figure out what's going on in the town there's some strange stuff happening right Man, this just seems like one of those chill games. I love these types of games, man. This game I'll have. This game is something else that I'll have in mm-hmm. my uh, in my system, and I'm going to be enjoying. Um, you know what, Steel? Why don't you give? I've given plenty of mine. Why don't you give some of your highlights? Oh, Anything for sure, you saw for that sure. Stood out? Um, a lot of the ones that you that you went that you went on about are the are pretty much the same ones that I would I would kind of pull my attention. Last Oasis. Um, I was actually looking at it last night because I didn't know that a stealth dropped. Um, because yeah. apparently it's on PC also. Um, but I was looking at it and man it definitely looks like a, like a, an interesting experience uh, for me survival type games can be kind of a turn off yeah. sometimes um yep, yep. just because i like they're not my favorite either i, I oh. like realism but at the same time i have a real life so it's like um <laughs> you know let me get to the action you know what i mean i, don't, I that's why i don't play games like arc or uh, games that are similar to that to that style uh but last oasis pulled me because i'm, I'm i've always been a mech kind of fan you know what i mean yeah. and that yeah, yeah, mech yeah. aesthetic to it what pulled my attention the fact that you can build these crazy spider looking or whatever i saw people even flying you know what i mean um or you can you can glide in the air your person can glide i was like i was like oh snap that's interesting that pulls my attention um that's what i'm looking for um so that last oasis was definitely something i almost pulled the trigger on it last night i'm not gonna lie um just to jump into it and try it out um even if i didn't end up liking it or continue to play it i I wanted to try it out but um but it, but it but it definitely pulled my attention. Um, Art of Rally, like you said, I'm excited for it as a racing fan, as a car fan, as a Forza fan, as just a, a, as as a dirt fan. Um, I'm really I'm I was more in love with the Colin McRae series um, because they it was a little more real they had more yep. a little more realism to it. Um, but Art of Rally looked like something that I need to play um, as soon as I can. And I know I could probably get it on PC right now, but again, if it's yeah, going to be one could. of those games that are that's coming to console, um, why not get the why not get those achievements for it if I can? Um, you know what I mean? And it's it, it's uh like you were saying, it's it's like an RC kind of style game. Um, it yep. kind of reminded me a little bit of not necessarily. Um, I was going to say Revolt, um, but not okay. necessarily Revolt because Revolt still had more of a um, I don't know if you remember Wipeout um, or like any yeah. oh, of the, yeah. oh, yeah. the, uh, the other racers where you got to pick up items and um, yep. you get boosts yeah, and yeah, right. whatnot. Right. Um, it, not, not necessarily to that level, but as far as like the overall aesthetic of like driving and um, how the cars felt or whatever the case might be, I kind of like that feel to it. But I yep. love the art style that they said um, that they that they put on it. Um, they made it simplistic. They were saying the best, <laughs> uh, best uh 
game at, that's in this style. Um, you know what I mean? So they they know that they've have hit some kind of a market um, for that style of game, and it, and it looks really good, man. I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm, uh, when it comes to console, I might even download it here in the meantime um, just to play it on here and maybe get some gameplay of it because it, it looks like something that I can – it looks like something you don't have to take seriously. You know what I mean? Right. You just hop right, in, right. drift around some corners, and I just have a good time with it. Um, it's like a relaxing uh, – I believe that's what they said in the trailer too. It's like a relaxing kind of driving game. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just yep. something to have a good time with. Um, Astria Ascending, uh, like you said, it looks like an interesting game. I myself, I'm not a fan of turn-based games anymore. Um, I used to be back in the day, um, but now it's just I'd rather be 100% involved in the action. I'd rather be the one that's, that's doing cool. the moves and it's everything where everything is like determined on what I do as a player. I know you can say that for... Um, for those games also for the turn-based games um but it's just that style doesn't quite fit what i like but i do love what don't they're worry, doing hey steel don't worry i'm gonna enjoy it enough for the both of us so hey, don't that, worry and that's yeah, what that's, that's what matters that's, fine. that's what <laughs> I, de I definitely i definitely want to you know i definitely want to see whether it's you or mav or any other people you know in our group that, that yeah. ends up playing it um y'all dive into it i definitely want to watch y'all you know get into it because i love the art style um from the creators of final fantasy um the way that they're going with it, I, I, I like what they're doing, especially from an indie dev. I like how they're approaching it. Um, and it seems really interesting to me. Um, Hello Neighbor 2, I know it's a big thing for a lot of people. Oh, um, yeah. I, yeah. It, it, pulled, it pulled my interest a little bit. I just like the aspect more so. Again, it's not one of those games that I'll be like, yeah, let me dive into it. But I love the aspect of a game that has an AI built in that adjusts to the player. Yes. It's not you know what the I, same you know experience. I, you know what I said on Boom Show yesterday was it was like a drive guitar. Yes. That's what exactly. it reminds me of. Exactly. Yes, it's yeah. like it's like a drive guitar, but taken to that next level. You know what I mean? Like the AI is literally, if you keep doing the same things over and over again, the AI is gonna figure you out. You know what I mean? Um yep. kind of like you were saying like with the with the whole drive guitar thing. I, I think that that needs to be used more often in gaming. Oh, yeah. Um, it's sure. one of those things that I loved Read. about uh Shadow of War. Um is that nemesis system that yes. nemesis system is unmatched to me imagine a system like that with ever learning ai or like drivatar in all your games or single player games or multiplayer That's why they games. copyrighted it right exactly exactly <laughs> being patented, i should say I feel, patented. yeah patented i feel like that's kind of the next evolution in gaming as far as like um especially when it comes to single player games you need to have the ai um, be ever ever learning, ever evolving, always changing, right. so that your game doesn't become stale. Um, it yeah. doesn't yeah. become uh, well, you know, because that's what people do. You know, it's kind of like in Destiny, for example. It's the easiest example that I can get. You know, you run strikes over and over again. You pretty much know how, how exactly how the strike's going to go. You're gonna right, right, you're gonna right. get here as fast as you can. You're trying to finish the level as fast as you can, yep. um, and then get it over with. Whereas if they had like a nemesis system in it, for example, um, you wouldn't know what to expect. You can try, try to rush do it if you want but right. there might be a whole set of enemies now instead of uh to the left they're on the right side and then now you got guys coming behind you because the enemy's adjusting to you um and i and i love that um I, and i feel like hello neighbors have really been doing well with that um again a lot of people haven't been enjoying it um it seems like it's been getting some getting good, good credit credibility oh yeah so i oh so i wanted to shout that one out um mungo bay uh 
again, main talk point. Would you copy me. my list? Did you copy my list here or what? No, I, I was hoping you're coming up with different. It, it, there's not much else. I mean, you got you got Little Witch in the Woods. You got Library of Ruins. Yeah. Um, I was just yeah. trying to keep it more sort of games that kind of piqued my piqued my interest. Yes. Like, yeah, like they well, say, good. great great minds think alike, right? Um, True. Moonglow Bay was all right. The only reason I'm bringing this one up is because yeah. um, it's one that again, it's one that they talked about for 15 minutes. I sat there, we I sat there and listened to it for 20 minutes. So it was like. Um, <laughs> To deep, they See, deep it dive. worked. It they, worked. It got in your head. It, it, yeah. yeah. But it, it's, it, it worked, but it didn't work. Uh, I was also like turned <laughs> off by it. I was like, I don't know if I want to do that now. Um, again, it's, it's not going to be in a lot of these games that we're talking about. It may, they may not be games for everyone. Um, no. Again, and, and, that's kind of the, and that's the other angle that I'm coming from. It, just because, like I've been saying, just because these, every single game isn't meant for me, these are the games that piqued my interest and that, I felt need to be brought attention to because these are like some of the heavy hitters. You know what I mean? Um, and it's kind of and it's kind of awesome that we're kind of on the same page um, because that just kind of shows you, you know, these are where the conversations could have went um, or where right, we would have right, liked them correct. to see, for example. Um, correct. But uh, just to get into another one, Stalker Two. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't hear you talk about Stalker. So Stalker is one of those PC <laughs> games that a lot of people are like in love with like it's one of those like classics like people I'm are not like even stalker. a pc guy i'm not even but a you PC know about guy. yeah oh exactly. i played at my buddies i play oh, with see? my buddies pc all the time yep. see exactly um in stalker 2 especially with how that game is looking from an indie dev from somebody that doesn't have major backing bro that yep. game looks insane and i'm not usually a scary you know kind of guy but those psychological thrills <laughs> i'm definitely for like hellblade oh man that was that i can oh i can do that all day uh it's still creepy with the voices and all that but i can do that you know what i'm saying and stalker 2 seems to kind of be taking it to the next level as long as they don't go um to like a fear level i think i'll be all right you know what i mean but um that's right yeah, yeah. Sta oh, stalker 2 with what they're doing um again it kind of shows you as what I was preaching earlier, the potential of what indies can do. Um, who knows? Stalker 2 can set the scene as far as that genre goes for the next decade. Who knows? Um, they can put things in there, um, set the game up to where um, it's it's a, it, it becomes another classic. You know what I mean? Right. It already has the, the fan backing. Um, now it's just, is the game going to deliver? And from everything that we've seen so far, um, I have some faith in it. Um, I'm definitely willing, out of all the games that are displayed, I, I definitely... And willing to give that one a shot, hundred um, percent all the way. I'm even thinking about pre-ordering it. Um, it. It just looks extremely interesting. Um, Ascent, man, we've been going back and forth about the Ascent since we've heard about it. Um, oh yeah. Again, day one, as soon as we can. I mean, it's, it's co-op. I'm, 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 we're, we're going to be in there just shooting, taking names, and uh, just destroying yeah, yeah, everything. I love the twin stick shooter aspect. I grew up with Metal Slug. You know what I mean? Um, those types of games, Contra, uh, and I had those kinds of aspects to it that showed, gave me reasons to love it. It was over the top. It has that cyberpunk feel um, that I'm a, even even with uh, the recent, recent edition of uh, Cyberpunk itself, uh, I thought Cyberpunk was, was, was a solid game overall, especially for putting you in that environment. You know my feelings. Uh, bringing that environment to life. I feel like the Ascent has taken it uh, that step further um, 
and just pulling you in more into the actual world. Even as a twin stick shooter, it kind of shows you that you don't have to be third person behind uh, over the shoulder for you to get this or even a first person game to get the imagery across or get your imagination going or involve you into this world. And I feel like that's what the Ascent is doing. Um, again, they're coming across extremely confident to me, um, even though like we haven't heard anything from the devs. This is one of the things uh, from all the conversation from la from yesterday um, is one of those conversations I feel like we missed out on. I feel like yep. it should have been there. Like, yeah, you know, they said, oh, well, um, here's a, we're going to show you some more gameplay. We don't have much else to say right now. But I was at least expecting to have a 10-minute conversation with them to see yep. where their headspace is at. Just to kind of, I guess, selfishly, to kind of, you know, bring that hype level up for me more. You know what I mean? Uh, because, right. again, they, not, not this, for lack of a better word, they come across cocky and i don't want that to be uh like a like a bad thing but no. they have faith in their product and again oh, yeah. it's just not a huge team working on this game no. what is it like no. 10 15 Ele people it's 11 11 people 11. you have 11 people working on this game and this game looks like it's so deep and so rooted that as soon as you start playing you're going to want to detail you're not going to you're not going to want to put it down the detail yes um the explosions the guns the, the environment is just bro it, they they're doing so much and I'm, and I'm excited for that game um yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm ready to hear whatever next news that we're going to end up hearing about that um it's one of those other than that man as far as like what i was necessarily interested in that pretty much uh pretty pretty much is it um I do kind of want to run down the line of all the main games that kind of hit hit the topics. Um, and there's some that we that we probably didn't mention. Um, yeah, and again, no, no, there's plenty. And again, not to pull the pull the attention away from them. Um, again, uh, every game isn't for every gamer. Like Boom likes to say, shout out to Boom. Um, and it's a fact. You know what I mean? But here we go. You got Art of Rally, Ashley Ascending, Backbone, Boyfriend Dungeon. I, I wasn't. I don't need a boyfriend in a dungeon. What? What? Uh, what, what, what? Wait, wait, hold on. What is that one again? Who makes that? Let me look that up. Uh, real quick. Boyfriend oh. dungeon. Kit <laughs> okay, Fox okay, games. Good. Thank, thanks. <laughs> I thought you might like that one. No, no. Hey, hey, before, hey, before we do this, we should both give a shout out to Song yes. of Iron. I was, oh, I was thinking that you were gonna touch thank on Song you. of Iron. Thank you. So no, I let no. it go. But uh, Song of Iron, for anybody who doesn't know, single developer Joe. He's a part of this community. He has There's been another here. One too. Is, yeah, there is there is another one. I'll let you take that one. But uh, Song of Iron Man, what Joe got to show off yesterday was huge. Uh, love that guy. Love the work that yes. he put in. 100%. Quit his main job to work on his passion project, Dedication. which is Song of Iron. And you can see it. What he's added to that game, if you go back and look at his dev diaries, his dev diaries are awesome they are yeah. out of this world they give you a behind the scenes view of what it takes to create a game as a single person development team it yes. is insane uh go check it out but song of iron joe shout out to you man what you showed off yesterday i don't know if you ever listen to this podcast but man you and i have had some great discussions and i just mm -hmm. wanted to shout it out i thought the steel was going to do it so i didn't want to steal it but uh no pun intended that time uh but anyways i just thought uh what you showed yesterday joe where you came from all the new environments that you've added all the different effects that you've added the new weapons and out of this world crazy hype for you that's coming out yes. late this summer or you're shooting for this summer so we should see something soon 
can't wait for it. Go ahead, Steele. Take another one. Yes. Uh, before I go forward, because this is another, this is another important one, and I, and I, I appreciate you bringing up Song of Iron because I felt like I was I was forgetting something and it wasn't in my <laughs> notes. Um, yeah, no, that's good. But I talked about it last night because it got me excited. Song of Iron, bro. Uh, I've just been paying attention yep. from the time he you know started coming out with information, and I, I feel like it's been six seven months since I came into the community. It's like I've been paying attention to that game because he's doing so well with it man from to, compared to where like when we first started seeing some touches of it some glimpses of it so what oh, yeah. he showed yesterday i was oh, like yeah. bro i'm ready for yeah. i'm ready for that game to come out hey man again salute shout out to him um he's been he was making his rounds on made plenty of interviews definitely check him out he's Man, he's an outstanding guy. Again, dedication, passion, and love. That is something that, for an example, a uh, dev like that, um, just we got to support him, man. That's what it's about. And, uh, again, us putting that on notice is so important. Um, real quick, again, much love to everybody in the chat. Everybody that's here oh, watching yeah. us live, man. I um, was next. We're, tur- <laughs> 20. we're, we're, we're 20 we live, over man. We're 20. We've been over 20, With 32 man. likes, man. We got a, we got a good ratio here, man. episode. Are you kidding me right oh, now? 32 man. likes, 20 people watching. Shout out to everybody, man. Oh, you love. guys are best. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hey, hit that like button if you haven't hit it. Again, much love to you guys. Hope you're loving the energy, loving the vibes. Again, man, living split screen, man. We're the morning show for your Saturday morning mornings 9 a.m come check us out make sure you're here tell your Saturday. friends tell, tell your, your friends. family grab your waffles your <laughs> beer your water whatever you need right um that's right but anyway um just to jump back into it aerial knights was the other one that i wanted to make sure that i touched on um the developer for it is neil jones uh it's his own creative vision and it's another one of yes, those sir. that i wanted to make sure that shout out to got. iron lords who had him on too yes. you guys want to go watch an awesome watch interview. interview go watch Please. yes absolutely thank Please. you for bringing this one up steel appreciate Please. it yep. aerial nice bro again it's another one of those games it's a platform it seems like um that Again, it's made for somebody, somebody in the community who has a passion for it, and he's doing so many great things with it. From what we saw yesterday from it, I'm I, it, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I'm ready to play that game again from someone in the community that's putting dedication, their love, and their passion into it again. This is the reason why indies need that love and attention. Uh, this is the reason why it is up to us to. Um, Make sure that we put them out there because if it if we don't do it, who will? Um, again, I don't want us. I know we kind of started off with some slander, slander. Now we're leading, you know, we're ending it with love. <laughs> but it's again, it's our honest opinions. This is how we feel. Uh, again, no, don't want to discredit the games. The games that they show were magnificent from indie games from where they came almost ten years ago, man. To now, man, the scene has changed, and indies are making. Uh, they're just on the scene and making a name for themselves. Uh, just sh- support Neil Jones um, and what was his name, Josh. Yes. Absolutely. What's, what's his name? Joe. 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 Yeah. And support yep. Joe for Song of Iron. Um, man, great. Two great guys. They're both awesome characters, man. And um, let's support their games as, as they as they come out. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it for that, man. Overall, <sighs> the show wasn't for everybody. If you enjoyed it, man. No fantastic uh i don't want to take that away from anybody again this is just our personal opinion man um i feel like it could have been better um again for microsoft to be hitting um all the right notes it's like they always they always move five steps forward and they got to take a step back back at some point um 
they can yes, never they, they can never keep moving forward. Um, and it's, and it's a double edged sword, man. Um, again, I'm not expecting for them to be perfect, but hey, be a little more in tune. Make sure that you're bringing the energy to your people because that's what's important. Uh, marketing. If you're trying to get stuff out hey, there, hey, steal. Why don't they just hire us, man? Hey, I'm, I'm, why don't they just saying, hire us? I'm just saying, man. Look I'm at here. us. I'm here. We're bringing the energy. Look, man. I'm so I'm steel so and pong. I'm so pong high. and steel. It you know don't matter. That's right. We'll come. Microsoft, Phil, Aaron, whoever's listening. Facts. We'll be there for Hit you guys, up. man. I will tell you it right now. It doesn't matter. Listen to this. This is. We, this we is already okay. have more excitement for what's been showing than what we saw yesterday on Twitch. And that ain't slander. That's just personality. We yes. would bring it. So yes. hire us. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, other than that, I guess we kind of wrapped up that topic pretty nicely. Look, yeah, yeah. Real, real quick before we just move on, and uh, we'll decide where we want to go to next. I did wanted to just read the list of games that are coming to Game Pass for anybody who did not see that. For sure. This is the list out of those games from yesterday that are coming to Game Pass, day and date. Yes, this stuff is amazing. So we got Art of Rally, Stria Ascending. Backbone, Boyfriend Dungeon is Ooh. coming to Game Pass deal. Hey, I wonder if it's co-op steal. You I, you, oh, <laughs> we might have to get down we, with that we might, one. All right. We might. I want to check uh, that out. <laughs> Craftopia, which mm-hmm. kind of looked like a Zelda-esque kind of yes. game, kind yes. of. Looked really good. Uh, Dead Static Drive. Mm-hmm. Edge of a Edge of Eternity, yes. Hello Neighbor Two, which mm-hmm. you, you shouted out. A lot of people are going to like that. Library of Runa, mm-hmm. Little Witch in the Woods, which is from a Korean developer. Everybody yes. check that one out. Looks really fun. I, I'm I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. Moon Glow Bay, which we talked about. Narita Boy, which is coming out, I believe, on the 30th this week. Okay, uh, yeah. I've already got a pre-downloaded. Um, if anybody knows uh, Narita Boy, check it out. It is a ode to the old school game uh, Out of Worlds oh, okay. um, or Another World. Okay. Uh, if you remember back in the day, uh, if you look those up, uh, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Mm. It's a it's a unique style of game. Super cool. I can't wait to try this one out. It may not be for everybody, but super cool style. I can't wait. Uh, Nobody Saves the World, which looks amazing. That's from Drinkbox, the guys who did uh, Guacamole. Oh, uh, okay. That's their new IP. Uh, and that looks awesome. The color scheme, the graphics, the style, the animation looks fantastic. Yes. Check that one out. Omno, that was another one that caught my eye. Little dude, kind of, I don't even know how to explain it, but shadow kind of animation style. Looks fantastic. Omno mm-hmm. is coming out to Game Pass. Recompile. Sable, which is on one of my lists. Cannot wait for that game. Uh, she Dreams Elsewhere. Stalker 2. Amazing. We're going to yes. get Stalker 2 Game Pass day and date. Oh, God. Ascent. Woo. Woo. Can't wait. Uh, Undungeon. Mm-hmm. Way to the Woods. And Wild at Heart. All of those to Game Pass day and date can you believe it steel <laughs> man it's insane that. it's hard to imagine these bro. are just indies yes. these are just indies these yes. are just and again there's no sliding indies anymore because these games are like full-blown games a lot of these games will will could you could put up against triple a games that come out now right. so no slight to indies but man this is just one list from the upcoming games that we're going to see that are coming to Game Pass day and date. Man, the mm-hmm. value just keeps going through the roof. I can't believe it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's extremely so insane. Think, again, uh, I, again, yeah. 
it's one of those things where we have to highlight it, man. Uh, indies kind of, because indies um, have more of an open space um, to try things and, um, you know, and not necessarily, I don't want to say, oh, they're, they're here to fail or whatever the case might be. No, yeah. but it's kind of like, uh, I know people are having a conversation uh, after the after that show last night. Of, oh, you know, indies, indies this, indies that, um, you know, big games. I think they started talking about bigger games um, and why they don't take chances like indies do. And it's like when you have millions of dollars behind product um, or a certain game or whatever the case, it's hard to want to try new things. And that's why typically you'll see um, your bigger games take ideas from indies um, because those indie games are able to say, hey, let's try something different. Um, yep, if it hits, it hits. It. If it doesn't, I guess we're just going to have to go back to the drawing board and do it again. Um, yep. And that's what makes indies so great. They can change the gaming scene for the better, especially as we're moving into the next generation, as we're moving forward with technology. Again, I don't want people to be lost in the fact that things are not as they used to be. We have to get out of that mindset. Things aren't, right. oh, um, every console iteration is going to be completely different. No. Again, it's like I kind of mentioned earlier, we have to start treating our games like paintings, like art, like pieces of art that you can carry with you. Why make your consumer double pay, triple pay, um, show your consumer that, they, that you uh, value their dollar, um, show the consumer why they should care um, and give them more opportunity, give them uh, more value, more bang for the buck and just um, give them an um, unprecedented amount of, I guess, options. Um, and again, that's what the Indies does. And with that list, man, it just hits it out the park. Yep. Um, hey, with that, I feel like that's another yeah. conversation down. Now, look, yeah. we can yeah. do a couple What's things up? here, man. We're almost What's two up? hours in. Um, yeah. Again, much love to everybody in the chat. We appreciate y'all for coming through. Much love. Is this love where we again. take off our shirts? Oh, oh, oh. we did discuss no. that. Oh. We did discuss oh, oh, that. Oh, okay. But I don't, think, right. I don't think this is the one for it. We, but maybe okay, that's right. like the second or third show. We got to keep them wanting Okay, all right, right, all right. We'll save that one. All right, all right. <laughs> but um, look, so we can do one of two things. We can lead off into another topic. Um, but let's be honest. Uh, I do want to be honest with you. Halo's, oh, Halo's, yeah. Halo's a conversation that's always going to be around. Um, yep, there are some back, uh, some back conversations going on. Nothing in stone yet. Um, right. That Halo... The Forge and what they're doing potentially um, has an unlimited, uh, uh, no pun intended, but potential uh, <laughs> to change the gaming. Uh, infinite, scene. would you say? Uh, oh, has an infinite amount of potential to change the scene. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> but yes, literally, Halo uh, Infinite has an, an infinite amount of potential, especially with what they're speaking on. Um, I'll, I'll take five. I guess I'll take a quick five minutes. And if you want to make some uh, make some comments, also, we'll run with that, and then we'll we'll end it with that. Yeah, um, yeah sounds good. Real man. quick, look. From what we're hearing in the background, they're doing something different with Forge. Um, I don't know for those who you are who are familiar with Halo and what Forge has always brought to Halo. Um, Halo has been able to take uh, Forge in Halo has been able to take custom uh, custom matches in game and take them to that next level. Um, <laughs> if it's like infection types or uh, different Slayer modes, or sorry, I'm just reading the. Com I'm sorry, Steel. I'm reading the comments. No, you're good. That's what, yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> I saw it too. That's I was trying to I was trying to not to laugh, um, but it's it's uh, Forge has the potential to take Halo to places that some people can't imagine because they leave it completely open to the players, um, and then they put it in a browser system that um, if it gets them enough attention, they make it actual game 
strongholds. Um, they're talking about they've opened up Ford so much um, to the point, and we don't know if it's because of the engine, if it's because of hardware. With it being a cross-gen game, I don't want to say it's because of hardware, but it could be. Um, but they've opened it up to the point where they have literally said, um, we're hearing rumblings in the background that they can create any game mode that currently exists um, in any game, mm. in one singular game. They said if they, if they would have um, actually named those game modes or whatever the case might be, that they could run into some trouble. Um, they could run into some trouble. You know, it could look like copying or whatever else the case might be um, and start this whole other thing. So they've, um, yes, they talked about, uh, apparently they talked about doing Battle Royale, but they didn't see, um, they didn't find a happy medium for what they felt like should be in Halo. So they're giving us everything to do a Battle Royale, but leaving it up to the players um, to make something that's going to be um, a potentially uh, a, a renowned game type um, across the board. Um, just knowing that opens up, opens up my mind so much because again, Forge has always been an untapped potential. Um, but now it's, I feel like they're just taking it that step further. It's exciting news. Uh, I'm it's, it just pumps me that much more for halo. Um, there's a lot riding on it. Um, but they now again with this year, this extra year that they've had to work on it. Um, from all the rumblings, they're sounding confident. That's what's important to me. Uh, again, uh, there was conversations uh, a couple days ago where people there were some people talking about Halo uh, in the, on the scene or whatever. And this, if you can believe it or not, since the first Halo, this is going to be the first Halo that has not been a rush job. They have been able to really, especially with this year off, um, been able to refine it and really dive into it and uh, take their time and make sure that it's what they want to release. Whereas like what we've heard from Halo 2, 3, 4, and even 5 that they've all been kind of rush, rush jobs um, where it was like, oh, we didn't start really heavily working on the game until the last year. Um, and there's other games that are like that, but when you hear that from Halo and uh, you still see how great that story has been, um, and then to hear the news now, it's just exciting news. And I'm looking forward to it, man. How you feeling about it? This is a huge opportunity. Um... You know, I always preface every Halo uh, conversation with I am a casual Halo fan. I've enjoyed all of them, but I'm not hardcore. So my opinions aren't always based upon, right. you know, the, the fanaticism that comes with Halo, which is deserved. I mean, again, this is a beloved franchise, a pillar uh, in all gaming history. It is a it is one of the pillars like I, I you know, see it right alongside the Mario's and all right. that kind of stuff. And that and that's again, there's there, what it did. For the gaming industry, Halo's got to be respected for life. That period. End story. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so when I hear this stuff, I'll go back to all my comments because I've talked about Halo a lot, right? Um, we, and Microsoft went ahead and and had the courage. You know, some people will call it, say that it was necessary. I don't think it was necessary. They could have launched it last year. They exactly. Could've. They could have. They really could have. They could have launched it in that state like so many other games have done and then fix it down the road. And because it's Halo, Just said no. yeah, there would have been a ton of backlash, but, but, but hardcore the main the fans would have stick stuck around to see what they did with it right, right. It, they would have been there they could have they could have done it that way they chose not to and, and i still think that took courage to do so especially mm -hmm. with a new console launch with that being 
uh, you know, people like to say all the eggs in the basket. There was one. It was a golden egg. It was Halo. And yeah. they were betting everything on it. Mm-hmm. They were betting everything they had on it that it was going to launch with the series consoles. And yes. it didn't. Um, so when I hear this stuff, all everything that I've been hearing um, as we go forward, including what you just spoke about, mm-hmm. uh, Steele, uh, is that they legit are taking the year that they gave that team and they are going to use it to the fullest yes. to create the ultimate experience for Halo fans and for non-Halo fans alike for the it, it's for the it's they're trying to and every game does this so I don't mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to make this like this is some new idea right exactly but every game tries to grab as many people as they can mm-hmm. but with Halo they really are they want to create an experience that people from you know, the hardcore Halo fanatics down to maybe people, younger generation who hasn't even tried a Halo yet or, right. or only saw Halo 5, right? Mm-hmm. They want to try to bring everybody in. And their 10-year plan that they talked about is obviously real. And in order to have a 10-year plan, again, we've seen other games try this, right? Mm-hmm. Destiny was supposed to be a 10-year plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they did well, but they moved the Destiny Two pretty quick. <laughs> so you know, but Destiny Two now has some legs because they learned their lessons. But with Halo, in order to do that type of game, yes, games as of a service style, mm-hmm. you have to have content. Yes, okay, you have to have content. And what if everything that you're talking about is true? Right? If they are going to make this extensive forge, like the like you've heard, mm-hmm. like we've been hearing in the background, right? they do this now what you have is not only your internal dev teams from Mm -hmm. 343 creating content but you have the community which has always been a big part of halo yes now you're taking it to a whole nother level you're going to have the community building content for you and that content could be the one that sticks Mm -hmm. it could become an official game uh, an official version inside the halo universe We've seen it happen before in Halos, mm-hmm. but you introduce that type of creativity to the community and allow them to play around in the sandbox style. Yes. All of a sudden, you've got more content that you know what to do with. And that some of that content is going to be the stuff that keeps people around for 10 years. Exactly. And you know what? That, that, there's nothing better than that, man. That's what this is about. And that's part of what the Halo lore is about as well, is, mm-hmm. is that mystique that, hey, man, 100%. there's people that you know, created all these different games within game to and it became a big deal yeah. right so um and you could speak to that even more as a halo fanatic yes. about some of the stuff that stuck around all these years right mm-hmm. um but that that is a key important so they're taking this year they are polishing this game they seem again every game does this but what i'm saying is that to take the courage to take this year they are using this year to the fullest to polish the game make sure the single pori is on lock that you know when people People get in the single single player portion, yes. the campaign portion. They are going to want to finish it and, and see what happens Strong. to Master Chief, right? Mm-hmm. Then you look at the multiplayer. We've already seen some of the screenshots from the multiplayer. We've already seen some of the work that they've been doing. And I've heard nothing but you know, 80, 90% positive about right. what's been shown, about the armor and about all that kind of stuff. And yes. we already know they're going to have microtransactions. We already know they're going to do that. But if you do it right, it's fine. Yeah, I, I, not... Again, it, it's fine. If you want to buy colors for your armor, cool, man. Whatever. That's that's fine with me. Uh, but they're getting the multiplayer right. And then, 
you know, we've heard about all this other stuff that they got planned uh, where, you know, not only is the single, the co-op experience uh, is going to be something completely different as well, where you're yes. going to be able to hop in with your buddies and just drive around and find, you know, who knows, like instances, I'll, I'll call them instances just because everybody knows what those are. Right? Yeah, so yeah. you're going to be able to find all these, you know, you'll be able to drive, you know, on the ring over to this base and decide mm -hmm. to attack it. And they're talking about having multiple ways of, of being able to attack it if you want to. Well, you know, so if you want to hop online with your buddies and, and have a co-op experience, we're like, hey, let's go find some trouble to get into. You know, right. that's that's what you could do. Let's hop into Warthog. Let's drive off, man. Let's go see what's happening over here. That's what you're going to be able to do. And then you throw on top of it Orge, which is a whole separate game yeah. itself because you're developing a game but if they're going to make the tools so uh expansive that people are, are able to create i think they gave the example a full battle royale mode mm -hmm. like you can create it and forge like all these different mm -hmm. things if you're able to do that and you give this community that freedom and you're looking at something special yeah, really man. special yeah. i'm excited and yeah. I, i'm a casual halo fan but i can't wait to jump in i yeah, can't wait facts. to see what people do yeah, facts uh, absolutely again what's what's important to me uh like i've been seeing people say in the chat uh and i'm pretty and everybody's been saying uh, pretty much the same sentiment uh everybody's is glad that they that they delayed it um i'm glad that they delayed it um again uh, you they could have just dropped it and updated it uh I, but i feel like what they're trying to do with Halo, where they want Halo to be at, again, um, as we all know, it was supposed to be the golden egg. Um, the golden egg had a little crack in it, um, so we're gonna have to try to see if we can ready. see if we can make another golden egg. Need um, some more time to hatch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, <laughs> we need to get a different fluorescent light or different color. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe some better fertilizer. Nesting wasn't right. Yeah, it the wasn't nesting wasn't enough. right. We didn't, we didn't have the right chicken. I don't, I don't know what it was. <laughs> but um, or well, well, that's a whole other topic right there. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. But um. <laughs> It's, it's exciting to know that they're taking it serious, and that's what's important to me, um, that their Xbox, Microsoft, uh, again, and it's one of those complaints that everybody has tried to always have for, for Microsoft, at least on the Microsoft side, is that uh, they, don't take, they don't take it serious enough. And now um, it's the perfect grounds for competition, uh, and that's what's exciting to me. Uh, I'm excited for Halo to come out because it drives competition. If Halo goes back to being the... Facts. The top echelon. Guess what? That you, people are going to look across the pond and be like, "What do you got?" Um, yep, and correct. that drives competition, and that is what matters to me. Um, and look, it is what it is. Uh, I feel like we beat that up too. So, <laughs> man, we've been killing it, dude. Yeah, we it's have been over two hours. We have two hours, brother. And we thought we were just going to do ninety-minute shows. Maybe make yeah, it to two hours no, if we could. Oh no, man, come on. <laughs> You and I, two people who like to talk, like the sound of our yeah, own voice. Yeah, Are yeah. you kidding me yeah, right now? That's a fact. Oh man! But yeah. again, See? man, it was a, it was an excellent show. Much oh, love. Yeah. First um, show, man. Oh, even with Could've the technical gone difficulties yeah. in the beginning, I didn't even remember those. I don't even remember those. I don't know either. I've, I've been so Nothing tied happened. up that Nothing I was, happened. Yeah, everything was fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll see it on the replay. It's all right. <laughs> But yeah, uh, man. Um, again, this was a fantastic show. I love this. I love this format. I love what we're doing. Hopefully, you guys are loving it too. Um, again, we're here to be that morning show to kick your weekends off 
right. Um, that non no nonsense, straight to the straight to the points. Um, delivering our opinions from a um, from a natural, energetic, as I like to say, live, raw, and uncut aspect. Um, I feel like that's what matters, and that's what we need in gaming. Um, and I want us. Uh, the biggest thing why I felt like this was such a great idea. Um, I feel like. In this spot, we have so much potential. Uh, we have so much room to grow. Uh, we have so much, um, so many eyes that could look, that could look on us. And I feel like um, the more we get consistent, the more consistent we are as we do this on a week by week basis. Um, as we get better, um, you know, day by day, we're uh, we're gonna do nothing but evolve. Uh, if evolve, uh, nine a.m. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Central, and what is it, 2 p.m. Uh, UK no, no, time? No, 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 no. 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Oh, you went backwards. My fault, my fault. <laughs> Don't so be again. confusing the people. Hey, hey, no, that's my fault. People my fault. don't show up. You know what? When there's hey, five people in here next week, myself. I'm blaming you. Uh, I'm I, blaming you next week when there's five people in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put my head <laughs> but yeah, man. Stop um, confusing people. My, my, my yeah. fault, guys. My fault. My fault. <laughs> but yeah, um, again, we'll we'll make sure that we get the time uh, solidified. We'll make make sure that all the time is solidified in every post that we make. Um, we're definitely gonna start. Uh, I know at least. Um, I would I would love to for us to start trying to promote this. If not every every day, we I do definitely want to do it at least twice, maybe three times a week. Um, where we're just letting you guys know, hey man, get pumped up for the weekend. Uh, get involved. Let your buddies know. Uh, if you know uh, you know a friend that just is looking for some good content, some good energy. Um, what's going on with the with the gaming industry itself? Again, we're not a singular type of show. This is not just Xbox. This is not just PlayStation. This is not just Nintendo. And it's not just PC. It's everything. Um, we're talking about what's going on throughout every week, um, a week by week basis, and also adding our own flavor, um, giving us uh, what I think you guys would love the most, the natural um authenticity that i feel like me, only me and pong can give you guys um again much love to everybody that came out i i love all of y'all uh again man it's it's because of y'all that i i don't know i'm i don't i'm at a loss for words man uh especially with how well we've just been going throughout the show it seemed extremely yep. natural uh nothing seemed out of place again if y'all still got doubts man just keep, keep staying tuned this is how i come every time um, whether I'm doing it on GRG Friday nights, uh, 8 p.m. Central, or doing it on Sliving Split Screen, um, 9 a.m. Central, uh, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know what I mean? This is the this is authenticity at its finest, um, and I feel like this is what this is the whole point. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, again, this is a, Pong, I, I appreciate yeah, you man. much love. And again, man, oh, yeah. if it uh, if it wasn't for you reaching out, man, and saying, hey, man, I feel like we could do something. Uh, I don't know where where we would be at today, but look at us, man. Living split screen. We we took forever to come up with a name, but I'm glad it worked out. Um, <laughs> people are saying they're loving the layout. So again, yep. man, all thanks back. to you. <laughs> Well, hey, I, 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 I appreciate it. I, Man's I, talented. I, I, Don't let him tell you anything different out there. I, this man, Steel Rain, is talented, and he hides those talents. And he tries to it. say that. No, I'm not talented. I don't. I don't hide it. I just. I, I don't. I don't like me personally. Um, I try to. I, I try to be as authentic and, and as honest as possible. Um, I don't like to brag about things that I'm not as well versed in as I used to be. Uh, but I'm glad that you guys are loving the layout, Pong. I'm glad that you love the layout, man. As my as my ho as my co-host, man. Look. Yep. 
I appreciate you being here. I appreciate us doing this. And then, hey, man, here's to you, man. What's going on? Thanks, brother. Uh, man, this was a great first show. Steel, first of all, thank you for saying yes, man, when I reached out. I mean, again, without that, you wouldn't be here either. And then you putting in all the work to get the layouts done and everything, man. Again, when I was looking for somebody, uh, you know, again, you were first. You popped in my head instantaneously, and I'm glad I trusted my instincts with that one because I knew that. you and I could build something together um, and and be a co-host in something because, again, we both like to talk. Mm -hmm. If anybody doesn't understand this, we just did a two-hour show. It feels like it's only been about 30 minutes Yes, because 100%. you and I together like to talk. There are people that have a hard time putting two-hour shows together with six people on the panel. This yes. is me and Steel. <laughs> so, I don't th and I don't so, think we had any dead air. I don't mean to excuse oh, you, but I don't oh, feel like we had any dead air. It was constant. Done. You know? Done. And, again, we didn't plan like anything no, other than the general thing. So, again, no. Uh, Chad. Thank you all, man. I love to all of you. You guys killing me out there with the with the comments mm -hmm. and with all you guys showing up here again to have 35 likes on our first show. People checking in with us. I mean, honestly, this community is one of the best things. I started out in the chat and yes. it means the world to me. I'm still in the chat. You guys know this. Um, but the support and the love that you guys showed today means everything. Uh, it is one of these things that when you have an idea, you don't know how it's going to go, um, and you just hope for the best. And, and like Steele said, we're not going to talk about the little technical stuff we had in the beginning. For God's sakes, I was on mute. You'd, you'd think I was a noob to this. Are you kidding me right now, man? Seriously? But the way that the show flowed is yeah. exactly how Steele and I thought mm -hmm. about it when we were talking it out and 100%. when we were t saying we were laying out what we wanted and yes today was a little xbox heavy just because of how the news cycle yeah. was um but trust us uh, we're going to talk about everything and everybody in this industry yes. uh, there is no limits it's going to be whatever topics come up chat we're going to continue to get you guys more involved uh as we go along too we want to start getting you know topics from you guys or just questions you know all that yes. kind of stuff uh, we're going to continue to do that as we move forward. Like Steele said, we're going to grow into these roles uh, that we have here as co-hosts on this show. And we hope that you guys will stick it out. Uh, we hope that you'll share it out and let everybody know that, hey, there's a great new morning show on Saturdays. You got nothing going on. You're doing work. Just have this on in the background because these two guys bring energy. Uh, they, 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 you know, obviously speak from the heart. Uh, it's kind of a free-flowing show that mm -hmm. is organic in nature. And that's what we want. Right. We, we, we don't want it to become some kind of structured, you know, new show only. Right. And we're going to have some jokes. We're going to have some laughs. That's what we're here to do. Exactly. And appreciate you all for coming out. And Steele, thank you again for all the work you've done, brother, to make this happen. I could not be more ecstatic with our first episode, man. I, I could not. Like I said, I feel like I've been here for maybe 30 minutes and it's been over two hours. Yeah, man. it's crazy. It's great. It's, it's, it's insane. Time, it's time flew by. Like, I feel like, uh, especially with this first episode, man, it yeah. just it went it went so much it went so much better than we could have even tried to plan it again uh we planned for a free-flowing show and that's what we got that's what we did um <laughs> again like like Pong was saying uh it, things are going to evolve uh it, it's not it wasn't meant to be an xbox heavy show again that's how the news is going to work and that's pretty much yeah. how it's going to go every time uh depending on how the news shifts or depending on how we you know want to flow um thing, things will change um and again 
Much, much love. We might be man. talking mobile phones one weekend. You, you never man, know. You know what I'm saying? Big happens on mobile gaming, man. We, we might be all about it. You never know. Genshin <laughs> Impact hit hard. You never know what's going to be next. That's correct. So, That's correct. But anyway, guys, much love to y'all. I appreciate you guys for checking out Living Split Screen. Uh, somebody said in the chat, your Saturday morning cartoons. Um, That's right. But we like, I like to, I don't want to just call it a podcast. I want to call it the morning show. Um, yeah. The Living Split Screen with Pong and Steel. It's your morning show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern. There you go. 2 p.m. UK time. And uh, yes. look. Y'all just check us out, share it out, hit that like button. Uh, y'all did fantastic for us tonight, man. And again, it's just as authentic as we can be, and, and I, I hope that's what y'all are, y'all are enjoying it. Steel, steel, tell them where they can find you, by the way, man. We oh man, man, uh, if I if I didn't if I didn't say, damn, I, I miss. I'm still not used to outro. <laughs> no, that's like, okay. My outro. You and I are just talking, man. We um, can do this for another two look, hours, man. <laughs> no, that's a fact. I mean, we probably will. <laughs> All fair, you know what I mean. But uh, right. look, you can find me every Friday. 8 a.m. Uh, not 8 a.m. 8 p.m. on GRG, um, where we get it. We get it live from the 405 with my big dog K Mega Man. Um, we give it to awesome you live. Show. We give it to you live and raw. We got a, a panel of people um, that just bring it to you raw and uncut. Uh, many many varying uh, opinions. And again, it's another one of those shows that if if you haven't checked out, definitely come check us out, man. And um, again, every Saturday morning. We're going to be here. So, uh, again, right. again, guys, much love. Appreciate everyone to come out. Uh, and, yeah, that's all I got. Much love to everyone. All right. Well, I'll get my outro, and we'll get everybody out of here. Again, you guys have been amazing. Uh, thanks for sticking around through all of our talking at the end here, but we do appreciate you all. Again, Pong, Soul, everywhere, Xbox, uh, Twitter, you know the deal. Friday nights, Xbox Ultimate. Uh, man, it's We've got a big panel over there now, man. We got a big family yeah, is what we're calling it over there, man. It's 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 crazy. But uh Friday nights, Xbox Ultimate, uh Mav, aka Fun Speculation, his channel, uh, his wife Caitlin. Uh we've got three bit. Uh, we've got uh Assassin Lupa mm-hmm. back. And uh, we see here in the chat today, we got Psychonauts eight. Uh, and then we just also added Lady AF. Uh, so, man, we got a full squad over there. Friday nights, 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, 8 p.m. Central time. Uh, be there. We do an aftercast game. Uh, yeah. the, usually Halo, Master Chief. So, you guys, everybody's welcome to show up. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Don't Facts. just jump on in. Uh, and then Saturdays, uh, obviously, living split screen here. Again, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central. 2 o'clock p.m. And actually, UK time. Actually, uh, Lupa just kind of gave us a correction. She said next week is going to be 3 p.m. UK okay. time. Okay, next week is 3 p.m. UK time. Thank you, Assassin Lupa. This is why we need our European friends. Exactly, exactly. That's why we need them, because we I, I can't do this time thing, man. Especially with, the, <laughs> with you guys change, like move your clocks later than us. It's yeah. crazy. But anyways, uh, so yeah, living split screen every Saturday. Uh, tonight... Saturday nights, I am on the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam. Just celebrated his 200th episode two weekends ago. Man, he's been doing it for a long time. Great show. Fuzzy Belvedere, who is in our chat today. Shout out to Fuzzy. Uh, And then we got uh, Stagarilla and Centurion. And that starts now at 9 p.m. Eastern time as well, if I'm correct. Because, again, the name change or the time change, uh, PTK does not change. So, therefore, it kind of screwed up last week. But it's 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's the shop podcast, quick show, fun, be there Tuesday, 
mornings, uh, actually, well, Tuesday afternoon, whatever you want to call Xbox podcast factor podcast with boom and zemi games i just joined it was xbox one-on-one but of course boom added me and had to change up the name so he just did an extension of the factor podcast so that's going to be on 12 eastern time on tuesday so catch me there uh with boom and zemi otherwise again it's been said a million times but thank you all for joining us for our first episode nothing but love to everybody Uh, And as I I like to say, before we get out of here, play what you love, love what you play. That's what it's all about, people. Keep it positive. Keep it real. This is gaming, and we're all here just enjoying a fantastic hobby. So thank you all again, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Much love to y'all.